Episode 4. 91. Being a parent sucks. Right? Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. I hate this fucking show. Boom! Hot take! <laughs> I've been dying to say that. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, everyone. It's the Roots. Welcome to another episode of Brody's Podcast, the only show that has proven it cannot be replaced by AI. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, host of the biggest show in the apology verse from the All Apologies Podcast, it's Trucker Andy, a.k.a. Andy Q Public. Let's talk shit. Also with us today, filling in for everyone's favorite sea cups and currently pouring out of them. From the creep off and suburban surfing, it's Vinny Paulino. Hola, creepos and aloha, big kahunas. And Alex is reminding us we just celebrated our 200th episode of the creep off. Two. Cheers, pal. Yes, cheers. We did it. They said we couldn't do it. Who's they? No one. No one even cared. Uh, you and me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, all of us. What are you talking Please about? Please <laughs> go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes. Every single month, and you can watch the unedited show live or whenever you want to. Also, our mailing address is on the subreddit. I just got another letter from the podcast hitman, oh, Matt man. Lewinsky. Come on, I, just let me see it. I haven't opened yet. Just let, let me see it. Let me smell it. And <laughs> I got this in the mail. This is exciting. <laughs> Phil Elmore's book, <laughs> Flashlight <laughs> Fighting. Everybody went flashlight fighting. <laughs> What's great about it is that. There are photos. <laughs> the is, fuck out of here. It's almost a picture book. A spelt Elmore. <laughs> There's also recipes for some reason. <laughs> so, anyway, that's why you want to go to whoarethese.com. Also on that site is a link. And that link goes to a thing called WATPLive.com. <laughs> and tickets are on sale. Give me that. <laughs> I'm <getting> distracted. <laughs> tickets are on sale. WATP live. We're going to be in Largo, Florida, March 22nd. We invite you to come hang out with us and watch the live show. The Revenge of the Sis guys are going to be there. All of us will be there, along with Lucy Tightbox and Jenny Jingles and Dr. Steve and Tukey and Cardiff. Wow. Yeah. It is jam-packed. I'm excited about that. Also, for you folks maybe on the West Coast, May 31st through June 2nd, we'll be in Las Vegas as a part of Hackamania. We're going to teaming up with uh, NLO, Nobody Likes Onions, and go to hackamania.com. Don't you wish you owned that domain? I'm surprised it was available. I know, me too. Hackamania.com is where you can get tickets for the Vegas show, May 31st through June 2nd. Also, we encourage our listeners, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever we review podcasts that should offer us in the comments section. Today, we'll be competing for the worst podcast in the parenting category. We have each brought a different show, and you, the listener, will be able to vote on which one was the worst. Let's start with the results from last week's podcast. Last week, we did the worst sex and relationship podcast. Uh, did the creep off win? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say this. Coming in in second place was Andy, Three Girls, One Kitchen. Yeah. I thought you deserved to win it. I, Lana Rhodes, I thought you did a great job explaining <laughs> what a piece of shit she is. 
and they did a fantastic job with that. Thanks, buddy. Um, so yeah, you inspired right. me to do research after the show. Yeah. <laughs> I've been researching here all week. That's what um, I get for trying. Second place producer. Well, you got thirty-five percent of the vote. So let's find out who won. Producer Chris, do you have a drum roll for me here? We can figure out is between me and Lucy to see who the winner was in the sex and relationship podcasting category. Who could it be? The winner is Lucy Tightbox with the Kinky Christian Podcast. 52% of the fucking vote. I got 9% with men's junk. (laughs) (laughs) I am a big, big old loser. (laughs) Big time. Bigly. So what does that mean? Not a lot, except yeah. for the fact that it means that Andy is going to go first. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he got first place out of the two of us. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you. You needed to find a parenting podcast. What did you find this week? I found that the parenting space is very boring. Mm. And I was struggling to find something worth I was worried about that. Yeah, but... There are a lot of well, shitheads that don't know what they're talking okay, about. Okay, thank you for reminding me, though, of something. So last week was sex and relationships, and I thought, well, this will be interesting. Tons of interesting podcasts in this category. And Lucy found the most boring podcast. <laughs> and the fact that you assholes are rewarding that I behavior, know. you're ruining my show. We don't want <laughs> boring podcasts on the show. Did yeah. you think that podcasts about people talking about their children would be interesting? No, but... I figured out a way to do it. Anyway, let's see what you guys got. <laughs> I tried. I, I know all these voters are just like, yeah, it was a bad show. I like bad shows. Let's, more bad shows, no, please. Uh, not that, that way. Well, I found a show called Two Hot Takes, and it's hosted by Morgan Absher, and their description on YouTube reads, join us as we go through Reddit, our listener write-ins, and the rest of the internet to give our hot takes on the juiciest dating, relationship, life, and am I the asshole stories. So this is basically a woman reading Reddit. Gimmick infringement. Yeah, if you can believe Cease it. Cease and desist. Somebody. Cardiff, get that letter out. <laughs> Did I hear parenting in that list of things? Well, I certainly didn't. I don't remember hearing parenting. Apparently, life. <laughs> apparently it's whatever they decide they want to talk about from Reddit. Uh-huh. And the one that I found was titled, I found it because it said parenting right. right across the banner of the podcast. Right. It's well, a podcast. It said parenting. We'll let I, it slide. I got you with the legal mumbo joke. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Okay. So in clip one, uh, Morgan is joined by her sister-in-law, Amy. So let's check out the hot intro to this hot show and find some shade because it's going to get real hot. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> so today I'm joined by a very special guest, my sister-in-law, Amy. Uh, Amy is a PA here in Minnesota and mostly Wisconsin, but yes. I'm coming at her with stories related to parenting, postpartum depression, and just... Okay. Is it tough love or parenting? Okay. So, you know what? A lot of times I have no idea. <laughs> are all parents winging it? Yes, 100%. <laughs> parents are winging it. Yeah. It's the coldest of cold takes that's been said a million times on a million shows in a million countries. Oh, we're just doing our best over here. And there's a reason for that because anytime. Somebody tries to give you advice about your kids. The first thing everybody does is go, don't tell me how to raise my fucking kids. <laughs> right. What, what, what am I supposed to take professional advice? So clip two is 
her kind of setting that up. I was at swim lessons the other day and my daughter wouldn't get in the pool. Oh my gosh. And I literally turned to the parent next to me and I was like, I don't know what to do. Do I make her? Just do I her just in. sit here? Do I like be like, okay, today's not a great day. Let's go. I'm like, <laughs> nobody knows. I don't know. And she turned to me and she's like, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's just winging it. Everyone's just winging it. Well, yeah. We'll see what your takes are on these parents and if they're winging it or absolutely fucking it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, let's dive let's in. Let's do it. Can I offer some advice early out on the show? If you're going to do a podcast about parenting, don't have the cold open be, and I suck at it, and I know nothing about it. Me neither. <laughs> right. And you know whatever I talk yeah. to, they don't know either. All right, I'll, let's I'll go. Like Stay tuned. Jail. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's going to be more of that. But. This would be like Ray DeVito having a podcast about how to write a joke. Like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> so you see there. Cheap kinda, shot. Sorry, I got a yeah. cheap shot in there for no reason. <laughs> I love you, Ray. Poor Ray. You're in a mood. <laughs> So they have like a, a hot ones rip off title card yes. and um and again whether you're giving your kids pink eye at a public pool or having dinner with your mother-in-law at Thanksgiving nobody is going to accept parenting advice from another person. Right. And clip 3 is going to Although there's hundreds and thousands of podcasts that do just that but okay <laughs> yeah. yes. So Vinny will recognize this as they take to am I the asshole yep. so that they will prove my point. First, this post kind of blew up on Reddit. The number of awards it has is absolutely baffling. So, am I the asshole for saying things my wife gives our infant in front of our child's doctor? This is right up your alley. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> my wife and I have a two-month-old daughter. For the past month, she's been feeding our baby mashed potatoes, applesauce, sweet pea, assorted fruit juices. Wait, how old? Two months old. Okay. And other things. The last time we went to the doctor, our pediatrician told us not to give her anything but formula until she was between four to six months old. Yeah. My, my wife does not care and says she knows best for our child and our doctor isn't the parent. So the, the, this lady is like, my, my, go ahead, Vinny, what? Oh, no, I just want to know how you feed a two-month-old mashed potato. I was thinking the same thing. What do you thing? use, like a frosting bag? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, my, mother, my mother's intuition is telling me to give my kid Hawaiian punch and ice cream, and that doctor's a fucking quack. Yeah. So I know best. Wow. And in clip four, called Colic, the dad goes into a little more detail about why he's taken to Reddit to get help dealing with his idiot wife. Our daughter is always constipated and screams for hours at night that my wife says is colic. I've asked her numerous times to stop feeding our infant table food and go back to giving her formula. She is only feeding her one or two bottles of formula while I'm at work. The other morning, she was cooking scrambled eggs and oatmeal, and I was off work. So I started to make our daughter a bottle and feed her, and she stopped me and told me not to fill her up with that, and she wanted her to eat her oatmeal first. The fact that they said table food. Yeah. They're treating this kid like it's a dog. We're all picturing You know what? (laughs) Bad parents. All right. Moving on. I think we got this one right. Here's some gristle. (laughs) That that baby's name is Scruffy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, so the dad's like, you just stop feeding the kid chicken wing dip. The kid <laughs> trying to shit an Idaho potato. Yeah. Cart of electric in a diaper over here. Our baby here. doesn't like hot sauce on its omelets. What are you <laughs> yeah, doing? Yeah. Little red hot for baby. Oh, it's just colic. <laughs> the baby's got a colicky asshole. You're fucking <laughs> colicky asshole. <laughs> That's gross. Just give the kid a weed gummy and put it to sleep. I don't want to hear it screaming <laughs> all night. <laughs> All right, so the doctor, they go for a doctor's visit, and it okay. turns out the dad is the bad guy. And he's the equivalent of a prison snitch because wow. he's telling the doctor what the mom is up to. Is it wrong that my wife treats the baby like a garbage disposal doctor? <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you throw the mashed potatoes out? We're going to go bad. <laughs> How much scraps is too much? <laughs> You want me to call my mom well, and ask her? Baby had a doctor's appointment, and my wife was talking about the colic and screaming fits. And when the doctor asked what she was feeding her, she said, only formula, nothing else. Liar. I was angry because she lied and told her, the pediatrician, every single thing that she has been giving her. And the doctor strongly recommended her to stop and that she was causing stomach upset and more than likely the reason for all her stomach issues. Instead of being apologetic for this, my wife is mad at me and told me I ratted her out to the doctor and that she doesn't have to listen to her and that it's only a recommendation and that I made her look like a bad parent. Okay, so I'm going to answer the am I an asshole thing now, now that I've heard a little more information. Sure. If you go to a professional whatever, a doctor, a psychiatrist, whatever, if you're not truthful with them, you're wasting everyone's time. Right. It's a like giant, just don't go then if you're just going <laughs> to lie to them. The fuck's the point? Yeah. I think the dad knows that. What yes. Vinny, Vinny's got something <laughs> well, to no, say. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, I'm listening to this. I'm going, man, that fucking Reddit post is going to be read at a court someday. I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, no. But the, the dad's not making her look like a bad parent. She's making her look like a bad Good parent. Good point, yes. Your fucking kid's backed up like a hard drive because it's eating steak and eggs for breakfast every day. <laughs> and you won't listen to your fucking doctor. All right. This is the <laughs> clip six. All right. It, the it, the ultimate betrayal leads to the dad getting kicked out of the house because for taking medical health care right. advice for his child. I tell her what a selfish little twat she was being, and now she wants me to go stay with my parents until she forgives me and asks me to come home. Am I the asshole here? I Maybe I shouldn't have flew mad at her and said some of the things I did. Maybe I should apologize to my wife. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. This is really hard, but my gut instinct here is like, no, don't do it. Don't give the baby all these foods. Food before one is mostly for fun. Is that word, but twat? Good word. Thanks, bro. I didn't even, I forgot about that word. Get the jelly, twat! <laughs> so I just want to point out, going to Reddit and talking about this on Reddit is so dumb. You go to Reddit to make fun of someone who married a woman who's older than them. Yeah. That's why you go on Reddit. You don't yeah. go to it to figure out how to be a parent. That's why I go. Yeah, that's why we all go. <laughs> Come on. But I just love how they, they have this woman, Amy, on because she's a physician's assistant. And she's not giving any kind of practical advice. Right? Okay. I mean, not any advice that anybody doesn't already know. So, obviously, we have to go back to Reddit to get the – because – all the really re rest of the show is just reading what Reddit said oh. about, about this guy's post. It really is subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck up. I, I, listen, do you realize how insane this shit is that someone posted this on the internet? This yeah. is fascinating stuff. So it, shut up, Carl. It, it gets crazier, though. <laughs> 
Another um, another commenter goes, this is a dangerous psychological milady called Munchausen by proxy, where mothers cause medical problems for their children. They often kill the children and definitely torture them. Oh, geez. And so a lot of, like, Reddit, like, if you don't read a lot, like, Reddit is, like, very quick to be, like, okay, A, B, C, D, D, like, E, F, G. Like, they, yeah. they always, like, jump, people jump to conclusions. Right. Okay. Oh, do they? Yeah. Jesus, I was about to agree with her. That she just said, said the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know the problem with Reddit? They're always doing the alphabet over there. <laughs> but the problem. That, what did you expect from Reddit except for some jerk off to go, well, your kid's as good as dead? <laughs> yeah, that's right. the advice you're gonna get if no you go shit. on Reddit. Yeah. And I just Morgan is just like, I gotta was po- the baby vaccine vaccinated? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta that's point out that Morgan is a complete fucking idiot because she meant to say malady and she said malady. Malady. <laughs> I wonder what the okay. I wonder what the fuck she was talking about. Thank you. All right, so they go to on to a second story, and this one uh, we have. You know, you have to remember that this is two hot takes, so we have to have another story. So let's hear. Clip eight. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to babysit my niece? Well, you would be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, long story short, I, 29 female, was engaged to my sister's now husband. A month before the wedding, I walked in on my sister, 33 female, Lily, and Mike, 33 male, having sex on my bed. No. So was it the on her bed thing that really pissed them off? Or yeah, it, yeah, yeah, the sex part because I think you could. I, it doesn't matter where it's on, right? At that point, someone's yeah. fucking your sister. Did yeah. they put down a tarp or something? Yeah, yeah. right. Then it's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now it's getting interesting. <laughs> yeah, what right. position were they in? Now it's not. Am I an asshole? It's uh, was it in her asshole? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the this sister of the person who wrote this uh, is two months pregnant. With a baby, so this no becomes not desirable. This is where the parent. Am I right? There's the hot take, ladies and gentlemen. We finally got one. Well, Gordon, to fuck your sister, she's not pregnant. Duh. So clip nine. This is where baby touching my penis. It gets a little days of our lives as a baby gets introduced. After doing some digging, I found out that they had been having an affair for six months, and that my sister was two months pregnant with his baby. No. Most of our family had cut out Lily, but after her daughter, Emily, was born, she was accepted back into the family. This is mostly because Emily was the first grandchild, first great-grandchild, and first niece. Well, and of course, not the baby's fault. Not the baby's fault. Lily and Mike also got married not long after Emily, six, was born. Even though Lily has been accepted back into the family, I don't speak to her or Mike or Emily. I want nothing to do with them. You're garbage. Human garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this woman's ex has a baby with her sister, and it's the only child in the family, so everybody's enamored with Emily, the, the newborn baby. I see. Now, six years later, this becomes everybody's, you know, Emily is everyone's problem now, including the author. I mean, there's no name for the woman, but it's whoever wrote this in clip 10. My parents usually babysit Emily for my sister when she works or when she runs errands. Lily loves to drop off Emily unannounced. Last week, she apparently had an emergency at work and came to drop off Emily, but our parents weren't home. They had gone out with some friends and would not be back until the next day. When I told her this, she begged and asked if I could just watch Emily since I wasn't working that day. I flat out told her no 
She kept bugging, saying it's just for a few hours and that she was my niece. I told her again, no. She then said, okay, and I just walked away. A few minutes later, I heard her car pull off and the doorbell ring. When I opened the door, I saw Emily, my niece, standing there. When I asked her about her mom, she said, Mommy said you will look after me. (gasps) Wow! That's fine. That's the greatest. That's a good prank. prank. And there was a flaming bag of dog poop. (laughs) So I stepped on both of them. Boy, are my boots dirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great parenting. I'm going to leave my kid with the person that hates me the most. Right. What? Yeah. what I, don't, I mean, I don't know what she was thinking with that. You ever been around a six-year-old? <laughs> yeah, well. Like, maybe she'll drown her. I, yeah. I don't know. 50-50 <laughs> chance here. What's a mom to do if she's late for a shift at the Waffle House? She's right. Gotta, she's got to make ends. I say she gets revenge. I say she waits for her to get home just to find them fucking out her bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is wrong show. Yeah, sorry, everybody. Wrong, wrong, show. wrong show. Sorry, oh, folks. Boy. An oh, eye boy. for an eye. Oh, boy. Show you. All right. So clip 11, the fallout. The author of this is ha- uh, isn't having it, and uh, this leads the whole family to turn on her. I brought her inside and called Lily and told her that if she didn't come back for her child, I would be calling the police and telling them that someone abandoned their child at my doorstep. Good for her. After some back and forth, she came back and picked Emily up. The next day, when my parents came home, they were furious at me for what I did. Oh, pish <laughs> They went off on how I should have already gotten over my hate for Lily and her family already and grow up and about how I almost cost Lily her job. I tried telling them that I've gotten over it, but I simply don't want anything to do with Lily and her family. They kept going on and on until I just walked away. I've been getting calls and messages from Lily's friends calling me an asshole and some other names. <laughs> yeah, Dane don't, Cook called and told me I was a twat. Don't get the police involved in your stupid family matters. Right. Watch the kid for a couple hours and then do what you got to do. But calling the cops is the same as like a copyright strike. It's such bullshit. I think like if that kid's old enough to talk and say, hey, you're supposed to watch me, you could probably tell that kid some great stories oh, about the mom. Oh, well, yeah. Exactly the, that's fun. Yeah. Right. That's what you should Teach him some new yeah. words. Yeah. yeah. Come on in. Whore. Come on in, kid. You want a beer? Your, yeah. mom, your mom is a whore. Did you say slots? <laughs> Do you want to hear your origin story, Emily? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to the song Love Child, shall we? This is hey, fun. What next time you see your dad, could you use the word premature ejaculation? <laughs> it's practice so this show isn't only about reading word for word from reddit it's It's not it's also about expert analysis oh good okay so these last three clips we're going to get into the the sound advice from morgan and amy it was her sister her sister her sister her sister cheated you stupid fucking bottle mouth cut. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have a plural version. <laughs> Next time. We'll just run right through these 13 more hot takes. Dang. Like, what? <laughs> okay, and one more. I don't think I'd be babysitting. No. It wouldn't be me. No. It wouldn't be me. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Ladies. Right. Just please read more Reddit, okay? <laughs> All right. All right. Two hot takes, everybody. Two hot takes. A show about parenting where only one of the episodes was about parent or one of the topics was about parenting. 
Coming in from ADQ Public. Abandoning your kids is a type of parenting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're getting closer and closer you're to quite, the assignment. That's really cool. Well, at least it was a podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. You're doing All right, good, man. Vinny, since you're our guest today on this uh, midweek show, we usually have Lucy Tightbox on the show. You're filling in. I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want to go next? Do you want to go last? I'm good to go, bro. I'm good to go. You ready to go next? Absolutely. So, All right. The way I picked my show, folks, and I picked this late in the day, I listened to a lot of parenting podcasts in the last 24 hours. Andy is correct. They are all awful. I was trying to find salacious topics, trying to find something that might be interesting. I found a Christian podcast of them yelling about secular music and teenagers, and it was the biggest douche, just douchebag, boring stuff out there. Okay. This is a terrible category. I picked a bad category. And I finally selected my show today, No Guilt Mom, because it just annoyed the ever-loving shit out of me when I had it on for the first five minutes. So. No Guilt Mom, folks, is a parenting podcast hosted by author, teacher, and parenting coach Joanne Crone, M.E.D., and co-host, parenting coach, and educator Bree Tucker. Now, they say in their description they will give you practical advice by moms and positive parenting tips, all without the guilt and the shame. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what are you ashamed of? Do you, are your kids losers? What are you ashamed of? I didn't understand this, so I asked my wife, and apparently this is a thing with women. They have, like, a guilt Moms are guilty, apparently. I did not know this. Here's their description of their show. Okay. Tell me if you think this sounds like what women need advice on with their parenting. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was... Steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. Fascinating. But can I... The sticky... The, the, how they, they get unstuck from the placenta of motherhood is what they're talking about. They Basically, their kids dragged them down, and they shouldn't feel guilty about acknowledging that their kids dragged them down. And what kind of arts and crafts were they into before this? They're just like, oh my gosh, I was so creative, yeah. and now I have this fucking kid I got a parent. Jeez. I know every night this one was going, I could have been a star. Yeah, yeah, what right. I could have been a contender. <laughs> fucking, they suck. So... Here, the episode that they had on, they had a get that I listened to. They had a guest on. Her name was Gwenna Lathland from Mama Cusses. Now, she wrote a book, and they go ahead and they say that in the description, she's bringing the realness and the humor and sharing all things pragmatic parenting. Nice. So, Carl, they call their shot in my clip, too. But we were laughing so hard before we even started the interview. We're like, we're just going to hit record. Let's just hit record. And you can hear this banter back and forth. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were really relating on the whole having teens. Yeah, that's right, Carl. They claim they have some high quality banter. I doubt it. Because <laughs> honestly, I only know of one place where you can find that. Well, and that is. Bam, 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 banter world order. BWO. WATS, Thursdays at 6 p.m. You don't think that these mothers of teenagers are going to have some interesting banter for everybody on their show, Carl? Oh, you call this clip bantering bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like me. A couple BBs. Now, uh, let's. I'll have them see if they can prove me wrong that All this right. isn't quality banter. Let's go with them on this clip i call oreo riffing pre-show we were talking about how much we loved your best of 2023 tiktok and the the use of t 
teenage slang and like her pulling out the Oreo, the double stuff Oreo. She's like, Oreo dupe. You're like, that's a real, that's Oreo. a real Oreo. <laughs> what, what, what the, what's a dupe then? What's I a, thought a dupe was a fake. We have real mo- Oreo money in this house now, kid. I, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's no Hydrox. <laughs> <laughs> So when I was done punching my computer, I realized this was the show I should clip. Wow. Uh, Let's continue on with this awesome stuff. Did you guys know that millennials just don't get it? That when these women were young teenagers, they knew what was going on and they were way cooler than this? Clip four. The whole, like, millennial term of us trying to use their slang. Like, I don't know. I just feel like we had way cooler slang. But that's just me. We had cooler slang and we weren't such... Pains in the butt star parents sometimes. Yeah, these kids are riggedy riggedy whack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> They're not tubular at all. Yeah. <laughs> these kids are bogus. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bogus, man. I learned that one in a while. So I just want to say this woman, she has a strategy on how to deal with their kids when they give them grief for trying to use cool slang these days. And I got to tell you, this is great advice, folks. My opinion is that they just make it up on the fly. My husband and I don't even try anymore. We will intentionally use all the slang we possibly can wrong just to piss them yeah. off, just to make. And it's only my daughter that cares. My son doesn't even answer ever. He just stares. You just get the stare. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, mm. this is terrible parenting advice right here. You don't say. I just try to turn my kids off to my personality at all times. Yes. Great. That's going to go really well in the long run. He's I want smart. them. To, I want them to feel like I don't understand them and I'm making fun of their culture in their everyday <laughs> yeah. life. Their culture. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure that they know that I'm unapproachable. I also like to embarrass them in public. Oh, yeah. That's also a lot of fun to do. That's great. <laughs> they love it. They love it. I drop them off at, at school and I walk them to homeroom. Now, guys. <laughs> Uh, guys, great advice. Tr- trigger warning on clip six. <laughs> my son used my placenta as his personal punching bag. So I was hospitalized <laughs> for almost that whole pregnancy. And then my daughter, I swear to God, she had fingernails and she was scratching her way out. <laughs> That's <laughs> gross. I'll wake up screaming every night till I die. Fuck you for saying that. <laughs> I, the baby had fingernails. It was trying to claw its way out of you. Ugh. What the fuck am I listening to? Go back to talking about how you're cool moms and how things were better in your day. I don't want to hear about the grossness of your pregnancy, lady. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. So what What advice do they give on how to approach parenting? I'm just picturing the doctor trying to pull the baby out. It's like, no, I'm not going. I'm Fucking not- Fre- <laughs> He's Freddy- a fighter. <laughs> I know, I know it's not the way babies come out, but he's going with me on this one. He's yeah. using your rectum. He's got a rod and reel. <laughs> oh, he's stuck in there good, honey. Hold on. <laughs> That's how that baby's head came off in that one case. Uh, Rick C137 says, someone should use her face as a punching bag. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, agree. Yeah. I don't even have a picture of her, but oh, she is the worst. So what advice do they give on how to approach parenting? Let me ask you guys, does this sound like a healthy outlook? on what your relationship with your children is. They're cool little people too. They have these little thoughts and stuff that are really interesting from, from like human behavior. That's what I always look. They're little science projects. Every time I'm looking at them at my little psychology projects. And so that's how I keep myself entertained when I'm bored to death. Oh boy. What? That's not the right approach to this. What? So and if I fuck a few of them up, whatever, it's an experiment. Yeah. Whatever. What are you going to do? Right. You win some, you lose some right. with the kids. Yeah, I'll but make you gotta, some more. The yeah. point is that we try new things. Guys, 
I created a serial killer, but I wrote a lot of notes down. I think I know what did it. I yeah. think it was trying to use their slang and being sarcastic about it. Now, Carl, so far we've heard the advice from these women is treat your kids like they're science projects. Yep. And then alienate them and bother them don't and antagonize to connect, them. Don't connect with them on any level. Correct. Right. What a good show this is. This is phenomenal. So I, I hate it when parents project one fluke incident that their kid did into a, a, oh, a future career. I know. Oh, he mistakenly kicked a ball into a goal. Oh, yeah. he's the next Pele. Pele. Yeah. Shut up. He's an idiot. Oh, did that happen to you? But yeah. <laughs> everybody thought that I was going to be something and I became this. <laughs> One day he's going to drive a truck. Yeah. Not well. <laughs> <laughs> he will be great. <laughs> he's not going to be great at it. He's not, <laughs> not going to stick with it. God I have a it. life. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. I called this clip Fuck You, Auntie Joe. This is, uh, this is how the show gets hijacked by this woman to tell an amazing story about her nephew. You do not have a clip called that. What number are you talking about? <laughs> and I called it that. Clip eight. It's, clip eight, it's called Big Story. Eight, eight for short. <laughs> no, because another thing he did at the table, we were all at Zinburger. They have a location in Tucson, which is the most awesome place. Write and it down. He's sitting across from me. He's like, okay, Auntie Joe. Oh, he holds his hand up in front of me. And he's like, open the did. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I pull up in his thumb. And he's like, okay, put your finger inside. I put my finger inside. Turn it around. I'm like, okay, I turn it around. Take it out. I took my finger out from his hand. And then he looks at me. He's like, thanks for cleaning my toilet. Oh, my God. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> and we all bust out left. This is the high quality stories you're going to get on this show. Toddlers are hysterical. They the craziest things they come out of their mouths. Now, does this toddler poop in his hand though? They were doing that bit when I was that age. That's the oldest joke in the book. (laughs) Kid's a hack. (laughs) The kid sounds like a loser. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, easy there. He's that's, under that's 18. Assault. You just committed an assault. <laughs> Allegedly a loser. I didn't fuck with your money, Carl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, hold on. They're so, they're bad at selling stuff, too. They have this guest on. Listen to this teaser. They have a little break, but they give a teaser about what they're going to talk about in the book. And uh, this is my clip nine. This is a weird takeaway. <laughs> no, it's, it's so funny, though. When we think about it that way, we're like, whoa, we want them to yeah. define us. And then... You realize that, okay, I need to teach this little person how mm-hmm. to people. And something I really enjoyed in your book is all of the little nicknames that you give <laughs> to your kids and what you call them. And uh, we're going to get into it right after this break. Okay. So the book is how to raise your children. She's like, the thing that I liked is the nicknames you gave your kids. What the fuck? We got to teach them how to people. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, what would Jim Forge say to that? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. going to teach them how to people. Yeah, everything's a verb. I hate adulting. I, I, why am I being forced to people today? Shut the fuck up. Well put. So, Carl. All right, what are the nicknames? Oh, I'm going to tell you right what now. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Clip 10. One of uh, like my first introductions, Gwena, to your the nicknames and everything that you give people is what you call babies. <laughs> your pet names: <laughs> Womb Fruit, Chaos yeah. Goblin, my <laughs> Sex Trophy. <laughs> that one was very funny. <laughs> In the minute I call a child a Sex Trophy, I get two <laughs> things that happen. First of all, most people are like, "Oh my God, they are sex! Tro- I had sex. I got a trophy." 
What the hell is he supposed to be? Well, uh, that's the literal the stuttering John reasoning. I was about to point out. I was about to say <laughs> wow. the only other person I've ever heard connect these two things is this woman and stuttering John. What a great sell for your lady. Kids have had sex. He's got no kids. Yeah. Where's what your trophy? You know? yeah. Where's your trophy, lady? Okay? <laughs> what about life ruiner? Vagina yeah. ruiner? <laughs> I mean. What about okay. six months too late? No. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how you could understand a good book, okay? This is a great pitch from the author. This is going to tell you exactly the level that we're working with here. Right now, if you pre-order the book, you can provide your proof of receipt, your proof of purchase to a different link, and we'll send you a free sheet of Mama Cuss's stickers. <gasps> you know, we love a good sticker yes. over here at No Guilt Mom. We have all the stickers here. And yes, go get a pre-order of the book and so you can get the stickers as well. Well, and these these are the good kind. I made them give me the... I would have had more stickers, but I made them give me the good kind that you can put on your water bottle and they will stay through the dishwasher cycle. Oh, Those are important. Those it's important. Are yeah, those, those are those plasticky vinyl ones that'll stay. Yeah, you got to have them. <laughs> Else yeah. they just go away yeah. and it's no yeah. good. Plasticky vinyl. Um, <laughs> I was When you first started playing that clip, my thought was, what are these idiots putting stickers on? I should have known. Water bottles. Oh, yeah. These fucking women walk around with water bottles. They probably have 80 of them in their fucking house. I just yeah. picture their kids covered in stickers. <laughs> That'd be funnier. Fuck it. All right, Carl. Uh, a sticker over your twats. You can't have any more kids. <laughs> Now, towards the vital plasticky kind? Yes. yes. I could dissect these women all day. This show just sucks. I know we got a lot to get to, but uh, this is how they sell the book again at the end, Carl. Go pre-order Gwyneth's book. Well, plus, if you're if you're part of our No Guilt Mom community, you probably love stickers, and you get those yeah. stickers, too. You can't miss out on stickers. This is the best sales job I've heard since. I'm a comb salesman. <laughs> So the book is about how to raise your kids. We're not going to talk about any of the tips. We're going to talk about dumb, stupid nicknames. And then instead of talking about the content of the book, we're talking, you get stickers. You get stickers. Like, oh, these women suck. Now, I guys. Stickers suck, too. Guys, I, guess. I have one more clip. <laughs> okay. Because I'm always fair when I do these reviews. Mm-hmm. They made me laugh once. Oh, okay. Here All it right. is. They made me laugh once. I I tried to do a thing that should have been simple. So we have a breakfast bar. Mm-hmm in my kitchen and i tried to hop up and sit on it except it's breakfast bar height and 17 18 year old me definitely would have had the core and arm strength to hop up and sit on it instead i bruised the lower part of my bag just sort of like throwing it into the countertop (laughs) i laughed that was the one time i laughed That, all I could think of was like when your fat cat thinks it can still jump up on the, oh, yeah. the counter and just misses and falls. It's the funniest thing ever. And that's what this woman has become. Yeah. Good. She's trying to jump on the thing and be cool. Hey, <laughs> hello, fellow kids. <laughs> I had a fun time picturing that. So uh, no guilt mom sucks, in case anybody was wondering. All I, right. I don't recommend it. Excellent presentation. Vinny, it is time for me to present the podcast that I brought you today. And I believe the intro Gives us all a very good sense of the type of show we'll be listening to, the the energy that we're dealing with in a show called Hook, Line, and Smiley. Ugh. It's been a little long day. Don't get in my way. It's time to have a little fun. Everybody say, Welcome to episode 62 of Hook, Line, and Smiling. Right on time. 
Thursday morning, 7 a.m., boom, it is hitting your phone or your computer or wherever you get your podcast. Unless, of course, there's something wrong with your phone or computer. But that's the only reason this podcast is not being listened to Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Because we are on it, aren't we, babe? Oh, yeah. Absolutely on it. This is Bob and Sarah Smiley. They are a married couple, and they do oh. a really fun show. <laughs> they do a very I mean, fun show. Here. I don't. I have no business making fun of a man's voice, but I did not know that was a guy. That's a guy. Okay. Okay. We're gonna learn a lot about Bob. <laughs> that was we're Guy gonna, Smiley. We're gonna learn a lot about this Bob name Smiley. Is Bob Smiley. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, before we oh. learn about Bob, let's learn a little bit more about Sarah. Bob says something here that I'm trying to figure out what he's getting at. I am a mother of five boys. I am a teacher as at well. At the moment. A mother of five boys. We'll see. And no, we won't see. <laughs> it's where it stops. That number better go down. <laughs> no, I'll always be a mother, but yeah, you know, responsibility better go by we, the wayside. So she goes. That number better go down. Does she want like some of the boys to transition, or she want them to die? <laughs> no, I think he wants. She wants <laughs> him to disappear. Kill some of the <laughs> okay, yeah, because because that seemed very odd. It's like I have five boys. Hopefully someday it'll be three with two dogs. <laughs> They'll somehow go away. Yeah, or, or that. Yeah. So I was so confused because I when you confused. started playing the clip, I thought that was the guy talking. Well, I know. It's and very you keep bringing queer tell. kids stuff. I was I like, know. Carl's just going to bring queer kids stuff I did again. it this time. I did it this time. But I did bring poor people. Oh. So this guy, Bob, is telling the story about how he was at the airport and his flight was delayed. And he was stuck at the airport. But one of the things that I mentioned on the Instagram Live was that I, I was dying of thirst. And it, like, dawned on me that you have to buy water in an airport, mm-hmm. which is, uh, let's just round it around $6, mm-hmm. even though it was five fifty-eight, uh, And I wasn't going to do that. And then I, I said this as a joke. Thankfully, somebody left a half-drink uh, water bottle in the bathroom. I said it as a joke, but what? I did go into the bathroom, and there was a bottle that was half full. And I was like... Oh, that's liquid gold, my friend. That is liquid gold. <laughs> Hopefully it's I not gold colored. It, but I was so thirsty, <laughs> and I didn't want to spend $6 on a bottle of water. And so mm-hmm. we talked about that. I'm with Segura. These pores are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm with that yeah. this one. <laughs> Team Segura. Could you, could you imagine? This guy's stuck in an airport. He hasn't drank water all day. He's thirsty AF. And he's like, yeah, but six bucks? Nah, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> 558. Hey, 558. Fuck that. There's water fountains in airports. You're going to drink somebody's water bottle in the bathroom. Yeah. That they accidentally dropped in a toilet. Yeah. All right. So let's forget about the fucking lap water out of the dude. They have five boys. They're poor. It happens. These things happen in America. What I like about these two is because they're married, they've been together a long time, they have great chemistry. That's what I look for out of a podcast is chemistry. Which brings us to our topic. It does. Which brings us to our topic. No, I just said that. Yeah, but I'm going to edit it where it sounds like I thought of that segue. You turkey butt. So, language. And I'm going to take out the word bucket and edit something else. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. How? So give me the line again. Pretty good stuff. Losers. Pretty good stuff, huh? Let's get right into our topic. Yeah, let me fuck that up. Uh, okay, cool. And he also never edited it. Great job, dude. All right, good stuff. Great job, Bob Smiley. What are we talking about today? We're talking about motherhood. And thankfully, Bob Smiley decided to look up some famous mothers oh, of God. the past. Teresa. Sure. 
Mary. Yup. 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 The dancing song. Cabrini. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Yup. All good answers. Guess what's a bad answer is this one. You were asking me last night about like if I knew any stories of famous mothers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just got to thinking, I really don't. And so I looked up some. Um, Do you want to read one? No, I would love to hear you read it. Here's one I didn't know about. And I thought it was really cool. In 1826, Sojourner Truth. Get the fuck uh, out she was born in 1797 and lived to 1883. Uh, so Sojourner Truth and her baby daughter escaped slavery in Ulster County, New York. Soon after her escape, she heard that her five-year-old son, Peter, was illegally sold to a man in Alabama. Truth, this mom, raised money for a lawyer, filed a complaint in court. Now, keep this as uh, 1826, mm-hmm. Okay filed a complaint in court and successfully got her son Peter out of slavery, which was a landmark case in which a black woman successfully sued a white man in court. Good stuff. I can't believe none of you guys guessed that one. You didn't think that was going to be the famous mother? I should have. It is Black History Month. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to be too obvious. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I love that that's where we start with slavery. He's like, well, when I think of motherhood, I think of the slave trade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think of all Colonial of the all of the women Thomas Jefferson fucked. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so he's got multiple stories. So the first one was a slave who got her son out of slavery. Okay, cool. What's the next one going to be? It's got to be pretty fucking heavy, I would imagine. I guess everybody knows the story, but J.K. Rowling wrote the first four Harry Potter books as a single mother while briefly receiving state benefits to get by. And she now serves as president of Gingerbread, which is an organization that works with single parents and their children to find resources and programs to help them succeed. We went from slavery to a billionaire writer who created (laughs) Harry Potter? What the (laughs) fuck is going on? Who is this for? Who is sitting here going, these are the two stories I wanted to hear about today. Good. They're one in the same. (laughs) Yeah, very helpful. I I really appreciate you bringing that to us, Bob. Good stuff. So apparently, J.K. Rowling on Mother's Day in the U.K., Put out a tweet. And her she she is famous, a writer. Her famous tweet. She is a never writer. Trans people are the devil. <laughs> no, never, never get her. What did she put out? What did that evil woman put out? <laughs> yes. With her witchcraft. Let's what did she put out? Let's find out. Because again, very creative. She's a writer. What did she come up with? She tweeted, Today's Mother's Day in the UK. If your mom isn't here to treat do something nice for yourself because she's part of you. So take a hug too. Oh, that's I thought a that good was idea. really good. And so uh, there are people that are spending Mother's Day and they don't have their moms with them. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea of, well, then treat yourself because your mom obviously, like, you know, did a great job because you're you. Yeah. It's a horrible tweet. <laughs> hey, it's Mother's Day. If your mom's dead, why don't you treat yourself to a Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Hug yourself, crybaby. <laughs> what is she saying? What is she fucking saying? I don't know. It's a waste of fucking time. So you guys are probably wondering, what the fuck is Bob Smiley doing for a living? What, what is this guy up to? I actually am wondering that. Okay. Yes. So this is uh, right at the beginning. Substitute teacher. Did I guess Anyway, uh, my name is Bob Smiley, a former comedian uh, at present, the junior high PE uh, gym teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Former comedian, I'm now a junior high gym teacher. Oh, God, nobody wants that guy's fucking class. Can we just play volleyball already, Mr. Smiley? (laughs) Stop trying out your tight five. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) 
If there's anything I hate more than a comedian, it's an open mic failed comedian. Woof. Oh, it's it's going to get worse before it gets better, everybody. So uh, strap in because Bob Smiley was a substitute physical education teacher. Oh. And boy, did he pick the, a good day to do that. You reminded me, though, sorry, it is teacher appreciation. And since I was subbing today, I walked into the teacher's lounge. And I know I've already told you this story, but I'll share with the Smilers. Uh, they had little mini blizzards all lined up on these tables. Yeah, their listeners are called Smilers. <laughs> oh. You know, the way you sold us, I thought he was going to say, I went in there and we were giving the kids the scoliosis test. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be something really creepy. No, no, no. <laughs> Teacher Appreciation Day, and there were blizzards yeah. waiting for them. Mm-hmm. That's a treat. That's a fun treat. If, if he ate one of them, that's stolen valor. Well, he took all the leftovers home because he's a broke ass. <laughs> and I was like, You oh. sub one day and you get a blizzard? Yeah, I was like, this is... Stop it. This is the best school ever. That is not fair. But there was nobody in there. Mm-hmm. So I go over in, in the corner and I'm unpacking my lunch uh, that you had made me. Um, um, no. No. Yeah. I didn't know that you didn't make it. I opened up the lunchbox and it was empty. So. I make sandwiches. I make pot <laughs> yeah, roast. Do. I do not make lunch. Aren't they a cute couple? <laughs> By the way, you know, sandwiches when you're, when you're lunch. telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. You it know, makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Listening to her reaction, that makes me think Andy was right. She's like, you got a blizzard? We'd have to save for weeks. Yes. The kids are eating cardboard Correct. sandwiches. Yeah. Well, I brought some home. Yeah. Correct. He comes back with a, a, a Ziploc bag full of <laughs> melted ice cream. He's just got Butterfinger <laughs> topping in a bag. <laughs> Throws it in the freezer. Who wants sprinkles for he dinner? He tosses it on the fucking dinner table. He's like, here we go, kids. Bob's done it again, kids. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So they talk about having poo moments and woo moments. Huh. Woo is positive. Poo is oh, negative. No. This so, is a uh, boo moment. <laughs> Bob yeah, Smiley, a real boo boo moment. Moment. Bob Smiley had a woo moment <laughs> when he was substitute teaching. Vinny, you're not going to believe this. One of the students, a junior high student, recognized him and went, hey, you're that comedian. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> Listen to this. Boom. Didn't happen. But I get up there. Today, in third period, this big group of girls come in, and one of them runs over to me and is like, oh my goodness, you're, you're, you're a comedian. You're uh, Smiley. I can't remember first name. Smiley. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Bob Smiley. And I, she goes, oh my goodness, I saw you uh, at my church, and you were so good. What, what happened? <laughs> that, that was the question. That's right. He's a church comedian. I'm surprised you didn't know about this oh. guy, Vinny. So, good news, everyone, because he was recognized, all the students, just like in Sunday John's class, start going on their phones and looking up like, oh my gosh, you're a comedian? Let's see what what you got going on. And so then they're like, you got to do this bit. I did actually do some uh, stand-up with one of the the girl that asked what happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was telling everybody, and so they were starting to look up my videos Mm -hmm. on on their phones and one of them was like is this your bit can you do this bit about the ceiling fan and i was like okay so i ended up doing oh my that goodness. ceiling fan bit uh, for the kids you so focus back on your which story. was not on the lesson plans ceiling fan the only person i know the ceiling fan bit is chad zumach yeah. let me tell you chad steal a ceiling fan bit i know what's happening here <laughs> what's happening here okay what's these kids on? these kids are geniuses i'll tell you exactly what oh. i would have done if I was in gym class and I found out that the teacher used to be a comedian, I'd be like, yeah. instead of running laps, tell us some jokes, yeah, dude. Yeah. We'll listen. It's square dancing day. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. You do that bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, these kids are smart. This guy's an idiot. 
Now, Vinny, when you think about hack material that a hack comedian might yeah, do. Ceiling fans. Well, ceiling <laughs> fans is a good one. Okay. But I think you're going to enjoy this one even more because uh, Sarah starts talking about her mother, which would be his mother-in-law. Come on. Your mom is so good. That, you know how comedians always make fun of their mother-in-laws? And I used to have no problem <laughs> writing. <laughs> I had problem not making my whole show <laughs> about that. <laughs> Because there's a lot of animosity and stuff. But, man, I met your mom. And I was like, she's just sweet and caring. And uh, when she messes up, she says she messes up. And, you know, if somebody messes up around her, she forgives them. And, like, she's just a solid, she's solid She's a stinker. She's oh, a stinker. she's absolutely But stinker. it makes you feel okay with being a stinker a little bit, right? Yeah, but Don't that's what think? I'm saying. It's it's to the point where it's surrounded by love. Mm-hmm. Like, Sounds like she's a total asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. He's like, yeah, I used to do a lot of material on your mind. She's like, I, I know. She's not great. <laughs> I get it. All I right. Tell you, I told the kids about when I was at St. Anne's Episcopal and I did the bit about how you want to be the third apostle and not the 11th apostle. It killed. It was so good. I no. want to throw something at you. <laughs> I know what you're thinking right now, Mr. Paulino. Uh does this guy have any of his material on the internet? And good news, speaking of Chad Zumach, and we talked about Ray DeVito already today, too. He has a dry bar special. No. And his dry bar special, he's got a 30-minute clip out that's called The Longest Dad Joke. Chris can't raise He's always like, enough. Bob, come stand next to me so we look like the number 10. I'm like... <laughs> I love my dad. That's where I got my sense of humor. My dad and I kind of have the same sense of humor, which is weird because we don't look alike at all. My dad weighs 280 pounds. He's 5'7". Yeah. And he's always been big. I asked my grandmother. I was like, was he ever skinny like me when he was young? And she was like, no. He was born on a Thursday. And a Friday. making fun of him because he loves being big he loves it he's always like bob come stand next to me so we look like the number 10 i'm like that's not your joke not a good joke but he is he's just so clever and funny i was so fortunate to grow up like that my uh trying to think of some examples um Oh, actually, that is a good example. Since I didn't look like him, my uh, second junior year in high school, I went to him. Are you guys judging me? This is a clean comedy play. This is supposed to be a lot of Christians here, you know? Act like a Christian. Judge me silently in your mind. You suck! We... I wasn't good at school, and I'm not going to make excuses. I just, I honestly, I am a Christian, I'm just, and I, I really am a Christian. I'm not just saying that so Hollywood will love and embrace me. Um, I love torturing Vinny. This is yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> Vinny, things to I'm do. here too. I have <laughs> such a fucking hatred for dry bar. You don't even understand. Well, I do understand because I watched a lot of this today, and I want to <laughs> skip forward to his bit about disciplining children. Since this is all about parenting today. <laughs> but you thought you were going to get off easy today, didn't you? Nope. Churches, and you have to really watch. Like, you can't talk about, like, discipline is a hot topic. You can't talk. How do you discipline your kids here? <laughs> He's doing crowd work, good stuff in your special. You don't have to show me. Um, Please clap. Somebody's spanking a kid right now. Um, So one person spanks their kid, the rest of you, what, just stare at them? (laughs) That means don't do drugs. Um, See, it's a hot topic. Nobody 
wants to talk about it. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm raising, I've got five tax deductions, all boys. And um, I do. And I don't, I don't want to offend you guys, but I, it's a big debate. I'll, I spank my kids when they're bad. Um, I do it out of love. I do, and I, got, I studied it. I got the James Dobson Strong-Willed Child book. Yeah, that helped me so much because it was thick enough that when I spanked them... <laughs> Pretty good stuff, huh? God. This video has 435,000 views. Yeah, dry, a lot of people at Drybar. When you do Drybar, they fly you to Salt Lake City because it's the only place lame enough that people will laugh at these jokes. <laughs> hair, he looks like he cut his hair with a they ceiling do. fan. They pack the crowd with fucking Mormons at this thing, and they all sit there and they laugh at fucking everything. So I present to you <laughs> Hook, Line, and Smiley featuring former comic, now substitute PE coach. Bob Smiley with his wife, Sarah. Hook, line, and stinker. And actually, he is still performing comedy. He says he doesn't do it anymore, but I just think he's so bad at it that he has to like get a second job, is my guess at this. because uh, How old is this video? Well, this video is three years old. Okay. But so it's he been talked a rough about, three years. But he talked about that airport thing was he went to do a gig, and then he didn't have six bucks for a water. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they paid him later. He probably should have took a couple from the stage there. Yeah, right, right? <laughs> Bust about for holidays. Are you going to finish that? <laughs> Piece of shit. All right. It is time for our cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. I think we just did it. I know. I actually have a bunch today. It's going to be a tough uh, act to follow. It starts with our buddy Andy was on Who Are These Broadcasters <laughs> this past week. And I do want to make a quick announcement for everybody. I'm going to read this the way it was written for me. Join Eric Zane and Christian Blatt. Super Bowl Sunday on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel for a special Who Are These Broadcasters halftime half show with some alternative content for those of us who don't want to see Usher. They'll have some of the all-time bad Super Bowl commercials and halftime shows, plus they'll be joined by Cardiff Electric and Lucy Tightbox in the Bahamas and a special video message from Tukey. That's this Sunday, February 11th during the halftime at the Super Bowl. Tune in to the WATP youtube channel to watch that well they really do books of good guests over there also uh christian just sent me some images he just had dinner with jackie martling Mm -hmm. and leah meccanini they were out in la and uh going out to dinner and stuff so i i asked him if he brought up centering jato i want to know what that conversation i'd love to like have a off the air conversation with jackie martling i think that'd be a lot of fun but anyway back to andy on who are these broadcasters Andy tried to make a reference, bring up a joke, not realizing <laughs> that this was ill-timed. And Eric Zane loved this so much, he messaged me about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was flying when this happened, so I, I caught it this morning. I, Hi, Eric. I, I lost my mind. Uh, he's apologized for these, but I read the apology oh, for you already. Quick, you this is the, up? Yeah, this is uh, regarding the, uh, who was that congressman that pulled the fire alarm? Oh, together. right. Yes, yes, yes. And it turns out he had a bunch of post about it, it it's like 9-11 conspiracy slam poetry yes so it's written in like verse which was bizarre and i i we we're saying that it sounded like song lyrics okay so that's the okay. setup for that uh he's apologized for these but i've read the apology for you already um andy this wouldn't warrant an episode of all apologies but uh where are the crimes have i already isolated what the true crime is here yeah, I believe so. I mean, it sounds like a like a country song that is yet to be written. Who who's that jerk off that sings the red solo cup? 
Sounds like he's. Oh ready. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, by the way, uh, Toby Keith gone too soon. There he you just go. died. He died last night, dickhead. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. You just fucking. <laughs> yeah. So, Andy, I'm gonna go ahead and pull this clip and send it to you Holy for inclusion shit. on the next episode of All Apologies. He's, he's been dead I believe for like that uh, Toby Keith has not been dead for 24 hours yet. It's 18 hours. Died last night, you asshole. Uh, I love Eric. He probably recorded that song and then heard it back. And that is fantastic, you motherfucker. Oh, uh, Andy, comedy's all about timing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely did not know that he had died. <laughs> you couldn't have thrown it there. I guess he'll never smoke weed with Willie again, Joe, could you? Okay. <laughs> all right, so here's another cringe of the week. We got a, a few this week, and this one came in from the Discord. It's a couple weeks old, but um, our buddy Ethan Ralph. We've, uh, you know, people have been bringing him up lately. He's fallen on hard times again. He's having a tough go at it. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know, I I don't know they, why all of his wives and families leave him. But. I heard they repossessed his stomach. <laughs> well, so apparently he's been begging Jim Medeker to come on his show. Like they had a rivalry for a long time. And over the last year, he keeps saying, come on my show. Come on, man. So the guy finally shows up on his show and uh, Ralph pusses out. He's drunk, by the way. I don't know if I can get say. Yes, hello, Hal. Hello? Hello? I mean, it's a fake Jim, but what's up? I should, oh. I should point out, so he said Hal. Um, Jim has called into his show as Hal many times in the past, so he knows. But what's up? Oh, I just wanted to see how, how are you doing today there, Picketits? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Oh, you won, you won $200? How many tortoises does that buy? Uh, it buys a lot of tortoises, actually. Now, do you usually source your tortoises from the trash can to get your burgers from, or do you go to a restaurant? Nah, I, I used to go to the restaurant, but since you won't admit that you're Jim, I mean, there's no reason to let you stay, so. Um, but... Anybody who wants to come in under their real name, and that's not Jim, by the way. Everyone that's in the chat, that's Jim. That's obviously Jim. That's yeah, Jim. Yeah. Dude, that's Jim. Dummy Jim. Why would anybody think that's the real Jim? Like, I'm serious. Did Let me ask you this. Press one if you thought that was the real Jim. I mean, you got to give people an alternative, though. He didn't ask the question correctly. Yeah. Absolutely. Nobody thought that. Press one if you <laughs> know what <laughs> It's all ones. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, I already won. Like, I don't care. Uh, and he had every chance up until now to face me, and now he, he picks now to try to face me. Okay, now he's realizing that was Jim. And then he went, oh, God, Ralph threw me out in five seconds. <laughs> so then Ralph goes to Twitter, and he says, Jim calls in unannounced. He's been ducking me for over a year, so I assumed it's fake. Anytime, anywhere, including tonight after I eat. I know you're used to Korean slop, but that's not my style. So very quickly, after having a chance to talk to him and hanging up on him immediately, when everyone in the chat knew that's who that was, 
And I'm sure Ethan Ralph did too, although he was pretty out of Dude, it. Dude, he so. was fucking bomb. <laughs> so now he's already gone back to begging Jim to call into the uh, the show again. Speaking of embarrassing, Stevie Lou is on the Rock Bottom podcast. My buddy John Marlowe sent this in to me. So we have our boy Ray DeVito. And Ray DeVito is going off on Ari Jane. Ari Jane went on the Backyard Boys podcast, BYB. And uh, for the first time, broke her silence and told this story about how after Detroit, you know, we did the WTP live and Ari Jane was there mm-hmm. and Ray DeVito was there. We were all hanging out and stuff. Yeah. And apparently Ray, I think the story with Ari told was Ray didn't want her doing other shows and he was being very possessive of her, which is something KB can do. But... I have a story. Oh, please. I have a story from that night. Okay. Yeah. Uh I thought she was a very nice person. She was, yeah. She She's talked, very sweet to me. Her and I talked for quite a while. We were standing outside just in the smoking section, chatting and mm-hmm. chatting and chatting. And Ray stood there looking very angry. The okay. Whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I did. Now hear, that that's brought up, I'm kind of like, oh. I did hear about at the bar, we were hanging out at the bar afterwards. Ray just at one point just said, okay, we're out of here. Just grabbed her and took her back to the hotel. Yeah. I remember uh, yeah. Tukey talking about that. Yeah, that happened. I remember now. So uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there, but Ray was just going off on Ari Jane. He's like lost his mind about all of this. Oh, but no. Stevie Lou's on the show. And Stevie Lou has uh, back-to-back bombs. Coming in right here. <laughs> Don't watch them eat. That's a good time, though, you know, when you're having three. He was there for like five hours. I literally felt like I was in middle school hanging out with like yeah. my buddies. Is it true that you guys like had one of those like refrigerator cardboard boxes and you made a fort out of it? And then um, at one point, a lot of scary stories. I was told. hanging with A-list comedians all night, Stevie. And I come in with this joke. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, I actually, I, so I like, again, this guy still got it. I was doing some riffing at the bar with some, you know, comedians, whatever. We were talking about the Grammys and Killer Mike, you know, how, you know, he got arrested. And I'm like, ah, you know, Battery Mike just doesn't have the same ring to it. You know, like, come on, Killer Mike. Yeah, I still don't know everything about it. Kill somebody, dude. Don't fucking just assault somebody. Well... (laughs) Yeah, I still don't know some other crimes. Not every joke is good. Not every joke is good, folks. Yeah, that segment just created refugees. He bombed so (laughs) hard. That was pretty bad. And and Ray's just like, I don't know what's going on on this show. I'm not even sure. You're making me look funny. (laughs) Maybe it's not the best time. What are you doing tomorrow? Maybe it's not the best time to bring it up, but Stevie Lou is on What's Over with Kaylee this week. Oh, very good. All right. For What's Over. Well, uh, Lucy Tightbox would be the funniest person on that show. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Check that out, everyone. (laughs) All right. Speaking of uh, unfunny people, I noticed that Christine Knowlton has been posting a lot of videos on her YouTube page the last couple of days. Who is that? I don't know. So Christine Knowlton, we learned about through Who Are These Socials because she was doing those Dark Side of the Zoom shows with Tom Myers. She's oh, the ukulele. Just say the chicken lady. I already had to sit through Bob Smiley, you sadistic prick. <laughs> I know. I'm not a nice person today. I apologize for that. Already, so Christine Dalton is posting these things on YouTube, and I think we should check them out and see what she's up to. This is her on uh, another episode. All right, next to the stage, uh-huh. dark side of the Zoom, and I just want to point this out: she's posting this on her channel. 
Like she's pulling this out. This is just from a day ago. It's got two views. They're both for me. She's pulling these out. <laughs> 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 hey, going. These are, this is the best of the best for everyone to check out here. She's a very funny comedian. She helped kicked off Orcs Wacky World last night. Please welcome to the stage the one, the only Christine Knowlton. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's so great to be back at the dark side of the Zoom. I've got a couple things that I'm trying out tonight. Don't worry. I'm working out the kinks. By the way, I just want to point out, she looks a lot like Vinny would look if he grew his hair out and shaved his face. <laughs> so I, the reason why I pointed this out is because the last thing she has is sex appeal. But I think she hangs Sir, out. Sir, how dare you? <laughs> I, think she, I think where she hangs out, everyone is so hard up. That she's like the belle of the ball. Oh, no. Yeah, I, because the way that she talks about herself, you would think that like everyone's simping for this bitch. So let's let's watch this. Um, <laughs> laugh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> but before I begin, it's like I'm not going to beat around the bush, mostly because I don't have one. Mm. <laughs> but you have to go over a few ground rules here for the songs that I'm about to play. So I just wanted to let you know that I am a squirter. <laughs> in the female ejaculation way not the IBS way god that mm. was a shitty joke <laughs> oh. there you go there's one for your eye orb okay so here we go you might recognize this tune in a second I'm a splooshy girl in a splooshy world. Okay, I'm not going to make you sit Why that. are you so angry at us? <laughs> oh, my God. What I'm is not wrong make you, with you? I'm not going to make you sit through that. Hey, guys, I say we leave. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a different one. Here's a different the one. Of the night. Let's get up for this the one, one and the only. Christine Nolten, everybody. Okay, it's just the one yeah. view. Hello, everyone. I'm Happy not- New Year. Andy? I cannot even see the Death Star behind her. <laughs> That's how fat this woman yeah, yeah. is. Well, Are you under, fucking kidding It's still under construction in her defense. <laughs> She's out of breath saying those five words. Oh. TIE fighters are trying to land on her fucking chest. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to win this battle. <laughs> Oh, my God, she squirted on her windshields. <laughs> um, I'm glad you pointed that out, producer Chris. You said she's out of breath. She's so nervous. She's Unprepared. You saw when she started playing that last song, she didn't know the chords. Why she's is she nervous? This material's gold. <laughs> well, right. I know. I would be confident with it. But she's looking down at the piece of paper. She doesn't memorize the lyrics. She barely knows the chords. <laughs> but uh, let's see what she's got here. Guess what? You might not know this, but I have balls. Oh. <laughs> I wear them on my chest. I call them my chesticles. <laughs> and now for a little song called Chesticles. Because I am great with coming up with titles. So here we go. (laughs) When I was young, I wore a training bra. Not sure what I wore one for. Not like they can do circus tricks. (laughs) She sings like Jody, not Fitchell. Netflix, oh. but they are definitely on OnlyFans. That's Vintage Babe sixty nine. She's not great at writing melodies. I gotta it's say, it's like the the least funny part of the the show Friends, which we, people argue oh, isn't funny. Sm- also, smelly when, cats. Well, yeah, the fucking Phoebe singing <laughs> yeah. shit was always terrible, and that's her gimmick. Carl, it's yes. being awful. I have a question. And gross. <laughs> oh my god. That's not like an actual real guitar, right? That's like a kid's toy she's playing or something? Uh, yeah, it's some kind of 
garbage instrument. It's like an electric ukulele. Yeah. It's not like a cool instrument, like a mandolin. It's got it's like a guy instrument, like a mandolin. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> guy stuff. <laughs> it looks like it's got four strings on it. It does have four strings on it, yes. Wow, you were able to count all yeah. four of those tuning packs. Good job. <laughs> if it had six strings, her chubby fingers wouldn't be able to make the chords. Solid point. Usually fat people just play bass. <laughs> hey, Shots are being fired all around right now. This is incredible. Shots. Balls. I wear my balls up high. I wear my balls on my chest. I call them my chesticles. All right, that was a flat note, but yeah, a I little pitchy. <laughs> a little pitchy. But I want to point out, she goes, "So I have balls. I call them my chesticles." And then that was the punchline of the song. Like you can't, you can't introduce the song with the punchline of the song. Oh hey, and get a pop. It's Come a on. no for me, dog. Someone yeah. please take this dog out of the studio. <laughs> yeah, put it down. <laughs> Someone take this dog to the pout. I like to wear nipple oh, Jesus, there's a second verse. A couple problems with you. You had some pitchy spots here and there, you know what I mean? You lost the melody a little bit. Started a little pitchy for me. I was like, oh. <laughs> There was some pitchy problems in there. Now it's funny again. One will fall out. Fuck it. I'm going commando, or as I call it, free balling. Yes, I have balls. No, not just lady balls. She could have gone into free falling by Tom Petty right there. If that's the joke, free balling, right? Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't have been great, but... There was some pitch problems in there. You had a couple things going on. Pitch was all over the place. Dead serious, you guys. Uh, what if you were in a club? Mm-hmm. Which act would you rather see come to the stage, her or Bob Smiley? I'm taking her. I'd rather watch her <laughs> try to do this in public than Bob Smiley and his polished fucking bowl of vanilla ice cream of an yeah. act. But who would you rather heckle? Her. Uh, <laughs> who would you rather fuck after the show? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> well, Andy, you take Bob, and I'll take chesticles. <laughs> Sounds like a deal. I wear my balls up high. I wear my balls on my chest. What? Why are we still listening to this? Come on. Hold on. It's going to get funny, Andy. No, she has zero talent. Her voice is atrocious, and she thinks these are jokes. Testicles. One day I know they'll be sagging. Okay, One they already day. are. Shut up. Okay. Just get with it. I guess I'll have to tuck them into my waistband. Your socks. It's definitely better than tucking your vagina into your shoes. <laughs> Kegel, damn it. All right, a little PSA right here, right now. Always kegel in the front, never in the back. If you kegel the back door shut, you're going to have a bad time. And trust me, I know this from personal experience. Yes, I, yes. She tried to tell me that she's constipated because I'm not buying it. 
Is Tom Myers like gotta, laughing on? Is that him? On I, there? I'm not sure. She posted oh. this as just a standalone. Yeah. Like, very possible. I'm with you. This woman drops shits like a horse, like a police horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> everywhere <laughs> she is. <laughs> Yes. yes, it's getting worse. <laughs> so it's your show. I wear my balls on my chest. I call them my chesticles. Okay, a couple of rules of writing a comedy song. First off, jokes. But secondly, you got to keep changing it up. It can't be the same verse and chorus over and over again. There's no element of surprise here. We, we The joke is chesticles. Got it. Moving on. You know, what there else you shouldn't got? be an element of surprise, but yet I am surprised this exists. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. There is one surprise here that I keep hitting play. <laughs> I wear my balls on high. I wear my balls on my chest. What do you call them? I call them <laughs> my chesticles. <sighs> Nothing like a song about boobs. Am I right? Yeah. I'm definitely right about that. I used to I, think that. Yeah, I know. The first time I've heard a bad song about boobs, to be honest with you. Yeah. God damn it. Didn't know I mean, happen. I love boobs. That's why I'm dating a, wim- a woman. I almost said women. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm totally lost my mind. I got so excited. It does sound like Tom Myers. She's the size of women. <laughs> yeah. All those guys went, damn it. Ugh. Those but sims. she thinks she's like this hot squirting lesbian that we're all pining over. So gross. I like how Tom is laughing like he wants someone on his panel to laugh. Yeah. So here's how you you do it. But now, I only know I have a short amount of time left here. That's too bad. On Earth, hopefully. I have enough time to 69. So here we go, guys. Jesus. Hold on. This one might be funny. It's it's called 69. (laughs) You know, I'm actually into this now. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) It's come back around. If you guys know a funnier fucking number, you tell me right now, because I don't. Nothing? All right. To 69. Here we go, guys. 69, 69. Is she hearing the chord she's playing? No. None of this is matching up. Has None she even lighting. seen her vagina to know that oh. that is not an accurate description? Oh. You look happy. I'm finally tapping. I'm sorry. I, I can only torture you guys and myself so much until it just becomes a little bit too much for all of us, I suppose. Well, it, the only thing that's good about this is like when Stuttering John runs around going, well, what are you going to do if I leave? I think we just <laughs> yeah, figured it out. No shit. I'm just really, truly thankful there couldn't possibly be anything more disgusting than this woman. Oh, you think that that's the case, do you? <laughs> Cardiff Electric Skyler. joining the show. What's happening, Cardiff? Oh, hello. Welcome oh, back. Hello. How you Enjoy feeling? your naps. Oh my God. It was it was uh <laughs> naptacular. 
Uh, so, Cardiff, I'm sure you've been following a little bit of what Suttering John's been up to this week. The big news is that he has a new computer, mm-hmm. with a very good camera, and now we can all see what he looks like in great detail. Three large. Which is not, not great. <laughs> Three large. So... His computer cost him $2,000. He keeps bragging about how he dropped $2,000 on a computer. 18 gigs, Carl. 18 gigs of RAM. Yep, he's mentioned that many times. He's very proud of himself. I think that's the lowest you can get on a MacBook Pro. I, well, do you it's think a his, MacBook Pro. Are, that's not an expensive computer. Do you think his kids will think it's cool? You think maybe they'll come by to see it? I was going to say, how would they know? Exactly. How would they know Fuck he it. got a computer? Yeah, what a, what a thing to be excited about when your life is in ruins. But it's so weird because... John thinks like a poor person, which is surprising because he used to have money for a brief period of time. But there was a period of time when John was making big paychecks. And the fact that he's bragging about a $2,000 computer, th- these fucking people in the Dabbleverse bragging about having money and making money and spending money is crazy to me. And you, you, you're right. You know how you know he has a poor person's mentality with money? Because he has none left. Yeah. No, it's obvious. Yeah. It's very obvious. He's like, would a poor person buy a new computer? Yes. It's the only thing you do for a living is use your computer. You've had the same over four years and it stopped working eight months ago. Yeah. That is how a poor person would do it, idiot. Yeah. You wait for your car to break down before yes. you replace it. Yeah. Right. So you run out of duct tape. You're finally like, I guess I got to fucking buy a new car now because there's no other way to keep it together. Yes. A poor person would have something break down and they would complain about it on the internet for weeks. <laughs> yes. Until they could Correct. possibly afford to get it fixed. Yes. That's or, exactly how that would demand go. that beer be delivered. <laughs> do, you, do you think a poor person would say something like he said today? My brand new 2005 Harley. Oh, no, he did not say that. <laughs> yes, he did. So is he bragging that he bought it brand new in 2005? Sounds like or, it. Or is he forgetting that it's not brand new and he's, the year slipped? So. All right. It's new to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, John has declared war on Pat Dixon. <laughs> and this is, this is nuts. Because for a long time. John was going, who the fuck is Pat Dixon? Who the fuck knows who Pat Dixon is? Nobody knows who this guy is. And then, like, everyone else in the Dabbleverse, John's just like, oh, I'm going to get Pat on the show. Pat's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, we're going to hang out in AC. I'm going to get him on the show. So then he reaches out to Pat Dixon to book him on the show. And Pat is reluctant and eventually says... I'm going to hold off because it's just everyone's watching your show and scrutinizing it. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be a part of a show that like all these other shows are playing clips of and goofing on. The entire internet said you're a scumbag. Which is the right instinct. <laughs> Pat's a smart guy. That's the right instinct on this one. So, And it was the nice. I mean. Yeah. The way he okay. did it was very Most nice. people just don't respond. Correct. So it is nice of him and for him to explain it in such a polite way. I think it's great. So I'm playing this off of John's channel just to show you this is still up on the internet. This is John's anger issues on full display. And he takes a lot of his videos down. I have one that we're going to play in a little bit that he took down immediately because it's definitely against YouTube's terms of service. So we'll get into that. But a lot of these videos John takes down. Carl, if you play that video, I will give you $100. (laughs) Yeah, I I will definitely play that video for you. Oh, man. I just saw your messages here. I mentioned to Brennan, he doesn't care. You're just at the center of something, a phenomenon I don't quite understand. The subject of intense, all caps, focus. I'm not sure I'm ready to step into that. I mean, you have all caps, multiple shows, 
dedicated to watching, all caps, you, exclusively. Something about that spooks me a little. I've never seen anything like that. When something feels weird to me, I hold off. Sorry to bitch out or whatever, but your status in this community is off-putting to me at this time. Sorry to have wasted any of your time. And I'm going to write back. All right. So all of that was polite, I would say. Reasonable. I'm going to tell you right now. Accurate. Off-putting was the nicest description (laughs) I've heard anyone use to describe him in a long time. I find your aroma off-putting. So (laughs) I find the fact that this room is filled with stray cats and roaches off-putting, John. It's not my cup of tea. Can I just ask where that level-headed Pat Dixon was when he was... Punching Gino Bisconti in the oh, face. I, I think he's being level-headed. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a little. Um, that would have been boiling over a little bit longer than uh, Pat the sanest thing John. he ever did. He actually said, "I'm I'm putting my fist off of your face." Yes. <laughs> John's now going to type back to Pat. We just heard what Pat wrote to him. You might think he'd be like, "Listen, man, I get it. I know there's a lot of people making fun of me. It sucks because I'm trying to do a show here. And I want to be legit. And I want to get good guests. I think you'd be great on the show. If anything changes, I'd love to have you on." This is how I would respond to something like this. Yeah, but let's watch how uh, Anchor Issues Melendez deals with this. Yeah, this Jesus is Christ. the process. You're watching the process right now. You yep. think this computer's going to last long with thunder Jeez. thumbs over there? He's drilling a hole in his keyboard. Losers process. Winners react. Have you guys seen on Uncle Rico? They have the video of him typing and like a piano plays like fucking hilarious. Alright, first I write, you're such a pussy. Just because I'm the only real celebrity in the dabble verse. What? That took him that long to write. You're such a pussy. I know. <laughs> that took him that Chapter one. <laughs> what a response that is. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I don't know what's going on with you. I don't want to be a part of it. You fucking pussy. I'm a celebrity. You're a loser. It's what? almost like John's a bad guy or something. Yeah. It sounds like it's hard to deal with. Yeah. Difficult but if even. You, if you keep watching this, he types... He starts saying way more words than he could have possibly yes, typed. That's so, you know, he's really <laughs> embellishing the whole entire thing. Yes. Yeah. Which explains <laughs> why the they won't watch me. Can you pause it for one second? Of course. Typing one-handed like that, how has he possibly got one capital letter starting a sentence? And he's Captain <laughs> Captain yeah. English. Grammar. Captain yeah. Grammar. <laughs> I, I worked with the guy. two Zs on the end of it. I worked with a guy, Cardiff, who never used the shift key. He would type the caps lock. Type in the first letter of the sentence, then type the caps lock again and keep typing. <laughs> John <laughs> might be doing that. It's very possible. It's his OCD. <laughs> okay. Let's see. What a fucking wuss. Pat Dixon, you are a pussy. You are the true Barahawissa. Holy shit. You're such a pussy. Just because I'm the only real celebrity in the Dabblers, which, which explains why they all watch me, gives you the reason. <laughs> <laughs> and furthermore. <laughs> What's great is that after Pat gets this open, he's just like, oh, I made the right decision. Yeah, completely. That's the only way you could respond is just be like, yeah, this is what I thought. Okay, this is why I don't want to go on your show. <laughs> he thanks him. <laughs> to wuss out. To wuss out. I have lost 
all of your money, yeah. of your fame, of your friends. You've lost yeah. all of your dignity. You've lost all of your what, John? I lost a ring light as well recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> if any respect you just found I out about him had for you yeah i lost all respect for you it was a very respectful no from pat oh I, i'm just saying he claims he didn't know who he was correct he went from who the fuck is this yeah. guy to i used to respect <laughs> yeah, you, you let me down pat <laughs> i always know the people who when when people post things about something they don't like that i've done the phonies are always go, I used to love this guy. I used to support this guy. I, I used to love WTP, but after the nap video, I'll never watch again. <laughs> I was like, those people just like, no, you never watch this show. No one's buying that. Right. I, I've lost all this respect that I had for you. Why? Because you saw him on Kevin Brennan's show three times? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, stay irrelevant. <laughs> the only way to get relevant is to be on the Stuttering John podcast. Insincerely yours, Stuttering John. Actually, Vinny, you were on, and so was Cardiff. Let me ask you first. Vinny, you were on the Stuttering John podcast a couple of times back when you guys were pals. Yeah. What kind of uh, bump did you get from that? Do you see the numbers uh, skyrocket after that? No. Uh, <laughs> I received numerous death threats. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, not think, a lie. I think I uh, won the creep off like 40 weeks in a row after you yeah. appeared on the show. The, the bump is just finally subsiding, actually. In fact, you know what? I'll take this moment to just apologize to everyone for ever helping this fucking guy. I'm sorry. I really don't know what got into me. Sorry, everybody. I, I would be... I would be approaching 10,000 subs on YouTube if I didn't get involved with him. <laughs> yes, I think that's he right. He set me back about a year. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I do remember there was a moment, I think we were doing some bonus thing for a creep off. I, we were just hanging outside the Carlson. And you're like, I have Stuttering John's number. And I don't know what to do with it. And I go, you get him here. That's that's the we, end game. You and me did have this conversation. Yeah, I, said, we? I said, we got we to gotta figure out Andy's a way to fault. get him here to clown him. And I feel fault. like it's my fault because I was just like, because then you you went down this path of like trying to trying to get him here. So you know, I'll tell some stories again at the Tampa show mm-hmm. that I haven't told yet. I'll save them for that. But that was a real fucking nightmare, man. People were really fucking mad at me, and I get it. Well, like, yeah, and I remember when we were driving back from Detroit. You, you were it was just beginning, yeah. And you and you were even when it was just minutes into you interacting with them, you're like, I don't know how long I can keep it. (laughs) I mean, it's tough because like the whole point of it to begin with was to fucking goof on Carl was to give him the fucking cow bikini picture to have a fuck with Carl while they were doing the shows together. And then shit got so goddamn sad. Yeah. Well, it it went from you sharing some things that Jack could goof on me for. Yep. To him going, I don't know why you're friends with this guy, Vinny. You shouldn't be friends with him anymore. It's like, dude, you not we're just busting balls. The Two, fuck? hey, <laughs> you think maybe I could come up there and do something at that club of yours? Come on, maybe I could do something. Do you guys need a janitor? How the floor is that at that club? <laughs> I just want to be very clear. I never said, hey, John, come and do something. No, I know. He, he begged fucking you. asked. He begged you. I know. Subreddit Surfing Live, March 9th. But also, we have the full reveal of March 22nd, WATPLive.com. Yeah. No, the full reveal will be in March 9th. Okay. And, and March 9th. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say this. Here, here's, a te- here's a teaser. Uh, he did at one point say to me, 
when did I ever ask you for a favor, <laughs> Moonhead? <laughs> Which was the moment uh, I about uh, coughed up blood, everybody. Yeah, dude, <laughs> literally, I don't think I'm speaking out of school. I think we've already talked about this. Literally, he wanted to come in December. And you go, well, it, that's going to be during football season. You sure you want to do a show on a Sunday night when they're up against Sunday Night Football? And he goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Now the Giants might be playing. All right. Yeah. Let's do let's do March. Yeah, that's why it was so far up. And <laughs> there's a specific reason why he was coming to New York State in March. There was a reason he was going to be here. Uh, on a and Sunday. It wasn't like an arbitrary date that we picked. I would have done it much closer. I would have gotten it out of the way, and it could have probably been fun, maybe. He was coming up for the reading of the will for his, from his mom. And that's it just coming up for Mike Morris and his mom's wedding. <laughs> you know, he he probably would have sold a lot of tickets if he was just watching a Giants game with everybody. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. John gets very angry with Pat Dex, as you just saw, and he types back and he calls him out and all this kind of shit. So this was on Sunday. And that's his new laptop. Boom, 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 boom. A <laughs> couple of days go by. And now John has resorted to, of course, weaponizing the texts of course so now this conversation that he's reading out loud now he's showing it on the screen in order to get back at pat there is one condition there's one condition on my end now i just want to point out and i i i'm friendly with pat and gino i don't think i'm doing anything to uh to harm either party here but as we all know pat assaulted gino and there's still pending charges if pat would ever go back to new york city so what Pat is saying to John here is, if I come on this back when he's tinkering with going on John's show, here's the, the things that are off limits, all right? You can't bring Gino on the show or Keanu on the show while I'm on there or take a call from I can't interact with the guy in any way, okay? So John's now, he's got this information. He's going to weaponize it against Pat Dixon. And it's to protect it, myself Trump. legally. Yeah. Dude, to it, it says right in there, I'd prefer not to talk about any of this. Yes, correct. That's why John's so, using it. Jesus Christ. He's such an asshole. He's a garbage you human can't, being. And John, you'll never get a good guest ever again because this is all out there. This is how you treat people. No one's going to ever trust you with their information. Because he, he puts in there, he's just like, hey, don't read this. And John started reading it on the show before he was really mad at Pat. He's like, oh, I can't read that. And then two days go by. And now he's right on here. Check this out, everyone. Dick. In order of protection, I cannot have any contact with Gino Bisconti. And my advice to avoid his girlfriend also. If there is any chance he can get the link and appear on the show, or would you be taking his phone call, either of them? I prefer, in fact, not to talk about any of this, Gino or any of it. All right, well, too bad, because now I wasn't going to show that. But now you fucking doxed my phone number. He did? Yeah, so Pat on his show was showing messages, <laughs> and John's phone number showed up on the screen. Yeah. Oh, a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, it's a bunch of boomers fighting on the internet. What do you expect? <laughs> the, oh, I, Pat didn't do it like on purpose, though. No, right? no, he didn't do it on purpose. Pat wasn't just like, ah, it's five, four, six. No, <laughs> no, he did not. That would have been great. But does John ever come off as likable in any single way? And I, I've said this about Chad oh. Zumach, too. The one thing you have to do as a comedian is be likable. Nobody goes to a comedy show. I hate this motherfucker, but goddamn, he makes me laugh. You know, you just like, you got to be pleasant and fun and interesting. And John just comes off as a bitter fucking asshole. Also, just to back up. So this is the text messages that were coming through from Pat. Pat, after he says, you know, I can't talk about Gino, just FYI. Then he goes, "It's, it's a big deal to me meeting you and getting to do your show. Polite. 
supplementary. I'm sorry I don't want to rush into it without getting uh, your thoughts on this. I was hoping to confirm it last night because I got to go to sleep now. This is like at 3 a.m. So he's basically saying, I'm not going to do your show tomorrow because I didn't hear back from you. You know, hours have passed at this point. But he's saying in that same thing, like, dude, I'm really excited to talk to you. This is really cool. It's a big deal for me. Like, this is very polite from Pat. And John's response. All right. Well, too bad because now I wasn't going to show that. But now you fucking doxed my phone up. I wasn't going to show that. But it turns out I'm an asshole. I almost forgot for a second there. Look at this prick. Hey, ugly. I thought fucking pencils had erasers. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought pencils had erasers, Johnny. <laughs> Little Johnny cries a lot. There's, there's a reason why John <laughs> only has, pussy. John has one friend in the entire Dabbleverse, and it's this midget who is fucking with everyone who cannot tell a truth. Is his only friend of the entire devil for rumble still skin? So now game on, brah. What game? Now, first of all, what a pussy. <laughs> okay, and then he goes back into what a pussy is over and over again. Tony Michaels gets brought up here. Let me just play. I gotta. This is gonna be a quick package today. We're not gonna do too much. Was Jack. he delivering Uber? <laughs> Did he bring the food? <laughs> well, so Tony Michaels here. <laughs> a, a, a no sauce for your nuggies. <laughs> a super chatter comes in and was just like, "Hey, man, why not get Tony Michaels on the show again? We all enjoy the drive-through videos." So <laughs> then we find out funnels, man. <laughs> then we find out that uh, Tony Michaels has gone the same way as Hell Sparks and everyone else in John's life. John, get Tony Michaels on drive-through. I don't know. You know, Tony Michaels, I don't have a problem with him, but I think he got too big for his britches. I, I don't, you know, some of these guys, like, I'm not going to mention names, but they, you know, they start getting some steam, and then I don't hear from him anymore. <laughs> and I used to hate, every time I called Tony Michaels, he would go, what do you want? And I know he's being funny, but it's, it's fucking annoying. Nobody knows who the fuck you are, Tony. I don't want to argue with Tony. You're not. You're not, you're not <laughs> arguing with Tony. You're, in love. you're yelling at your computer screen as usual. <laughs> I, it, it's got to be John is so radioactive yeah. that just being associated with him, the yeah. heat that Tony took from this show because he was associated with John just drove him away. Drive in, yeah. drive out, that, drive through. So the heat that muttering Jay created. Yeah. Yeah. No. John's he, buddy. He literally had to take all of his videos down off of YouTube. Tony Michaels did. Because he was associated with John for a little while. Yeah. And so was his buddy Gabe. Remember when Gabe and <laughs> yeah. Tony would both come on their show and talk about the shitotopes and whatever yeah. else? Oh, that hilarious <laughs> that was banter. Good stuff. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, right. Do you remember when John was like, they can't be serious with this? That was so good. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was great. Oh, I, I have some other examples. Fucking of John hell. Hilarious when it comes to roasting people. But John starts singing a song here. I don't know this song. Okay. But I assume it is a song. Maybe he's making this up. I don't know. Do I ever hear from him again? No. Fake friends. You don't lose when you lose when you lose. Fake friends. Fake friends. <laughs> okay. So his fingers do move. Yeah, he can like, type yeah, with multiple hands. Never hear from him anymore. You don't lose when you lose when you lose fake friends. Fake friends. <laughs> Solo. You are one pathetic loser. Was that a song? Is anyone familiar with fake friends? Nope. <laughs> Did just come up with that? Could it possibly be Gucci Mane? 
<laughs> well, I don't know. I, I I looked up. There are songs called Fake Friends, but I can't imagine John knows a lot of Gucci Mane, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. But anyway, how pathetic is that? That John's going on his show now, and he's like, well, I don't want to mention any names, but Hell Sparks and Gabe and Tony Michaels, yeah. and none of them will get back to me anymore. Yeah. Let's Jesus. go through the list of the body count of friends you yes. don't have anymore. All right. Before I get to the real damning evidence that John's probably broken the terms of service against uh, YouTube here, John starts talking about his IQ and how no. it has gone up over time because no. the, first how that works. the first number he threw out was 136 back when he was on the Howard Stern show. And that was like some internet IQ test thing that he took. And now, of course, he claims 160 or 165. I get confused. Really doesn't matter. I mean, you might as well say a billion. You know, when you're stuttering John, you say 160 or 165. Just yeah. say infinity. My IQ is infinity. Like, okay. Yeah. The no question was, how many beers did you have today? Yeah, infinity. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Infinity. 165. Okay. So this is John explaining how IQ works to us dummies. <laughs> oh, sorry. There it is. If 136 was right, you've lost several IQ points. No. No. In fact, I've gained them. Last time I took the test, I got... A 160. So, so you got to understand something. Okay. And I, I know that some scientists will argue that this is not the case, but it is. <laughs> He's smarter than some scientists. Not all. I took Just the test. Some. It was on that Denny's placemat. <laughs> yeah. Some scientists would argue I shouldn't be alive still. <laughs> but I am. So they're idiots. <laughs> winning. I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. If... Now, they say your IQ doesn't change, but it does. It does. Yes. Your IQ changes. Explain, John. Even that Alcohol. assessment is ridiculous. Okay. Because he, when, I, when I was talking to Scott the Basin, he said he took the most, you know, you know, the most legitimate IQ tests in the world. And it's funny because Scott the Pace is going, yeah, John, um, you know, some of these questions ask me, like, who wrote, who who wrote Moby Dick? And I'm like, oh, you mean Herm- Herman Melville? And he goes, Herman Munster. Yeah, I didn't get that one. And I'm like, okay. So I just want to point out, as he's doing his De Niro impression right there, <laughs> that IQ tests don't have, like, random trivial Tri- facts yeah. on that. No. It doesn't make any fucking sense. There's no double jeopardy. Name the roommate's odd threes company. Is that on Right. <laughs> so I, I looked this up and uh, from what I found, it says a typical IQ test consists of taking various tests measuring intelligence, including spatial recognition, short-term memory, mathematical ability, and analytical thinking. Commonly misunderstood as something that tests all the knowledge you have acquired over the years, the IQ test is actually testing your capacity to learn. And that's the thing, like just having knowledge in your head does not make you smart. This is the thing that Patrick Michael thinks too. He's just like, <laughs> hey, I got a fun fact for you. Now you're smarter. Like, no, that's not how that's not how intelligence works. Right. Fucking moron. And John's insisted to refuse to learn fucking anything. But even when he's ex- not gonna even when help he explains his argument. When he explains that he's smart, it shows how stupid he is. He's the only guy I know that can be like, I'll prove I'm smart. And then yeah. say some of the dumbest shit you've ever heard. His De Niro faces his I'm lording this over you face. Yes. Yeah. That's the same look he makes when his landlord asks for the rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. Every month. Every what? month. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm smart. Uh so how how they say your IQ doesn't change? <laughs> All right, so now now he's already come up with this idea that there's a question in the IQ test about who wrote Moby Dick. So based on that, he's going to prove that your IQ does change over time. If if when you're in junior high and you haven't read Moby Dick yet, and then you're 
in college, and you have, and then you can answer that correctly. By the way, Samuel Clemens is Mark Twain. Oh my God! Or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Always doxing. It's just Cardiff. You're the Zing King now. So I just want to point out that we just watched him call Pat Dixon a pussy over and over again, and a wuss, and everything else. This is the only guy. Who pussies out of challenges that he makes? Yeah, right. He challenged Blind Mike to an IQ test and then decided to back out of that. He challenged producer Joe to a boxing match and has backed out of that. I mean, there's been a ton of different examples of this. I want an IQ test from Sonari John. I know we could raise a lot of money for it. You owe it to us, John. I remember when he we challenged Anthony Cumia to an IQ test. And my buddy Drew Lane was like, I got 2500 bucks for that right now. Let's go. And then other people were like, yeah, I'll throw it 1000 Like We can definitely raise a lot of money to prove you're a fucking moron, John. You won't do it because you're a pussy. <laughs> so do you, have, uh, do you have any more on him talking about the IQ test? No. What do you have? Oh. Well, because he, he went on a rant today about it. Oh, okay. And he, he started bringing up the Baltimore Sun article. It's documented in the Bar- Baltimore Sun article. He kept, he kept saying that over and over again. Okay. I've pulled up that Baltimore Sun article. I've I paid the ninety nine cents to have the Baltimore Sun for six months. <laughs> the fucking newspaper from the wire he's citing. Yes, <laughs> great. Because he he makes this claim that it's it's documented there. The, the 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 one he took on the Stern Show. Here's the here's the paragraph. Okay. In his best selling book Private Parts, Mister Stern has a chapter called Stuttering John, Hero of the Stupid. On the air, Mister Stern sometimes puts the man to shame. Calling him stupid and making him publicly take an IQ test. Now, in parentheses, Mr. Melendez says he scored 136. Yes. Mr. Stern says he cheated. That's so it. That's that how it's was documented. In the article that John is citing? That's the documentation that <laughs> he got a 136 he IQ. <laughs> well, also, a quote of him saying he. A lie, a quoted lie. You fucking moron. You do all of this to yourself, you fucking idiot. I'm going to get this wrong, but when John took that IQ test back when he was on the Stern Show, I think it was like Will Murray or one of the other guys also took a test. And then John left the show and then the whole IQ thing with the later cast. And the guy that he took the test with scored much lower on the real test that wasn't just an online thing they took. Which also proves that John's 136, if that's true, is bullshit. Because these little online IQ tests is not a real IQ test. Probably wants to be you to feel like you're smart so that you'll pay money for it or whatever the fuck you want. Also, QSA is correct. The IQ test is always measured relative to people your age to ensure it doesn't change as you age. Correct. They look at it. That's why 100 is kind of the baseline. And then are you smarter than most people in your peer group or are you dumber? And that's why it goes up and down from 100. Mm-hmm. But that's hilarious. That's what he's citing today on the show. He doesn't realize that even on there, Howard's going, he's full of shit. <laughs> April 29th, 1994. Anybody wants to get that? Wow. 94? 94. Like, I, don't, I think that's probably before Will Murray's time. I don't even know. That. He has the memory and smell of an elephant. It's <laughs> <laughs> very impressive. Okay. Let's watch uh, as John decides to... People are calling this extortion. I don't know if extortion is the right term, but John is out there striking channels. And one of the channels he's striking is our buddy Doom, who his channel is Doom's Paya. So it's D-O-O-M-S-P-A-U-U-Y-U-H. Doom's Paya on YouTube and Twitter. 
And uh, he does the no context during John Melendez videos that John has been striking lately. And so people in the chat are saying, John, you got to remove these strikes. You can't go around striking these people. We all, we all love Doom and what he's doing. Um, well, I like this guy. I, I think he also struck uh, Tukey again, right? Yep. Yeah, he's got nope. strikes. Is oh, that, didn't? No, he didn't? No, it was a fake, John. Oh, all right. Plot thickens. Very good. Um, well, I like this guy. But $2 ain't going to do it. Stuttering John, cut Doom some slack. He's a good fella. He spelled that wrong. Just a fan. Good fella's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> he spelled that That's slag dead. wrong. Whatever. What a fucking douche. All right. All right. Super chat me a hundred bucks and I'll lift one of the strikes. Then super chat me another hundred and I'll lift another one. Terrorism. So what that proves is that John's not putting these strikes in in good faith. And that's one of the things they ask you when you're putting in a copyright claim is, is this in good faith? And the fact that he's going, well, I'll take the strikes away if you give me a hundred bucks on YouTube through their system. Yeah. is definitely against the terms of service for YouTube. It's another one of those classy Melendez moves that you never see coming. It's one of those things where you're like, oh, just when you thought he could be a little shittier. It's unbelievable. Here we go. It's unbelievable to me that yeah. he's this stupid. A hundred bucks? You need a hundred bucks that bad, John? 160 IQ Melendez over here just fucking admitted that if you paid him some money, he'll make the strike go away. Well, maybe he'll win big in Atlantic City this weekend. <laughs> Vinny, you were on uh, Blind Mike Project. I was. I listened to that episode, and you had Hackride on there, too. And I liked what Hackride said about the Dabbleverse. Yes. What Hackride said, he goes, the reason why the Dabbleverse is doing so well is because all of these creators are coming together you have guys like Hack Ride and like Doom and uh, My Lost Interest, which we'll get into. You have all these people who are starting these channels, Cardiff, <laughs> Electric, <laughs> Dabbler, all these people who are creating content and they're good at it and they create great content. Yeah. And it's actually impressive. They're all building up audiences and starting channels. I should mention ADQ Public over here. <laughs> he saw Tear Well. <laughs> no, sorry. What's over with Kaylee? That's not the point. The point is, I liked what Hackride had to say about that. And it's guys like fucking John who can't wrap their dumb heads around it. That, yeah, buddy, th- these things are going to exist. People are going to put together clip shows and pull out Suttering John out of context and make videos about it. You know, it's. The fact of the matter is, if you guys don't realize by now that this is all for the drips and drabs of super chats that he gets, he's yeah. putting himself through this because this is all there is. He's always got, and it's that's what makes it like heartbreaking. Like you kind of look at me, you go, "I'm just kidding. I don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> I, have a clip, I have a clip in a second where he's being interviewed. He's being interviewed. I, I believe it's an exclusive clip. I don't know what's out there. Uh, the interviewer sent it to me. And where he explains how much money he's making off of this uh, this new career that he has. But let's watch a little bit more of this. The clip. same the same hundred and sixty thousand dollars he got as a substitute teacher. One oh six was the yes was the number he threw <laughs> out as a substitute. But uh, I didn't even uh, edit any of this. This is just going straight through from after saying, "Give me two hundred bucks and I'll get rid of two of the strikes." Got it. Capiche. <laughs> Rick from New York, thanks for the fiber. Congrats on the new computer. The, is the picture quality better? Yeah. Hope so. Just wait till you see the video of Mike Morse creaming your mom's face. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it sad that these, what I would assume are grown men, 
Mm-hmm. They're little Listen. kids. I think it's okay. <laughs> it's Vince's kids. Goof on an eighty-six-year-old woman. Oh, they're, they're not goofing on your mom, dude. And I saw him in another clip recently say, "My mom doesn't want a photo of her on the internet because you know there's a photo of his mom behind Mike Morse now and Uncle Rico." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, that's rich. This is a guy." Who posted a photo of my parents? He's posted multiple photos of my family, my sister, my parents, mm-hmm. goofing on all of them nonstop. My sister-in-law, my brother, and he's like, Th- "They don't want that oh, photo yeah. on the internet." What? What did my dad DM you a photo yeah. of himself and say, "Here you go, John. Post it on your Twitter. Get some yucks out of it." Yeah, same guy can't stop yelling Shuli's mom's name out. Right, like, he, fucking dickhead. He explained this hypocrisy on today's show, so oh, it's good. okay. Please uh, tell us, Cardiff. What's the update you, on this? You posted his audio book on your Patreon. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I love that. I, I made a joke that his kids sounded like they were losers, and that justifies anything he wants to do ever again. He's like, well, yeah, I set his house on fire. He called my kids losers. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Yes, and just for uh, for normal reasons, uh, I don't think that was Vince's kid super chatty that in. I just want to make sure everybody knows that was a joke. It's what you call a joke. They enjoy John's show quite a bit, I hear. Yeah, he's such a fucking asshole. So let's find out why is John putting himself through this? Because as we just saw, he's reading these $5 super chests that talk about Mike Morris creaming on his mom's face, and it's just nonstop people fucking with him. And it seems like this is a, a bad way to go about life. For fucking nickels on the internet. <laughs> but hold on, though. <laughs> hold that on. just blows my goddamn mind. Hold on, though, because Will Heron, friend of the show, who uh, actually got a news story on the air that included stuttering John clips, had a longer interview with him, and this is from that interview. No, I just, you know, I think it's time that... um. All of this goes away, although I I don't anticipate it will, unless I decide to walk away again. I but quite frankly, will it's become very profitable for me. Good. Yes, Good I'm talking you. very profitable. So um, it doesn't make sense for me to walk away, and because I'm making a, I'm making really good money. That's you know, fantastic. Yes, I mean, let's say six-figure money. So I'm, it doesn't make sense for me. Yes. Let's say six-figure money. Okay, we'll say it. Making really good money. Let's Does say that include money. the decimal points? Well, it, nope. you're going to find out what it includes in a second. But I'll, I just want to point this out because uh, my buddy Dick Masterson has said this many times. Whenever someone says they make six figures, that first figure is a one. Yeah. No yeah. one who makes real significant money in show business or in any business that they're in says six figures if the first number isn't a one and the next number is probably a zero. Fun fact, <laughs> most people in show business don't go running around screaming about how much they're getting paid either. Correct, although John does, and so does Kevin Brennan, which yeah. we're going to find out in a second here. It's incredible to me. These guys think they're killing it. Super- and actually, Ethan Ruff's the other asshole. I was on the Dick Show debating with him, and he's like, I make so much money. And then it all came out where he gets his money from, and he's got like 10 pay pigs. It's like, if your entire income is relying on David Chandler, guess what? David Chandler went away. So I got newsflash for you. Maybe not the the best business model right there. It's just hoping that like four people, like if John didn't have Leo Gunn and Brock Lee, which after this weekend, he probably won't. Yeah. If he didn't have those two, he's got no money coming in. It's just waiting to fucking fall. I know. He, he needs, They're going to fuck with you, John. You he, dumb idiot. You dumb idiot. Broccoli even went on Kevin's show, which we're going to see in a minute, and explained to Kevin. He's just like, yeah, yeah, th- th- trust me. This is a goof. We're going to get over on John. I, I'm, I'm a KB guy. He even said that. And John's so stupid. 
He's just like, yeah, but he gave me 300 bucks. Anybody who would give me money is a good guy. Good guy. Yeah, I like this guy. Broccoli, he's a good guy. I have no idea what he looks like. I have no idea who he is. Broccoli even said to John, dude, when you find out who I am, you're not going to want to have a beer with me. He's made it very clear, but John just can't see it. He Broccoli is going to pay for him to fly out there, and he just thinks that he's a great guy. Because seriously, who would fuck with Cedric John for fun? Are there I odds, don't know anyone. Are there odds that he doesn't make it? Do we know what the odds are? That John won't make it to AC? That he won't go? Most people think he won't. No, no chance. Card, if you say no? No, no chance. Especially with a flight through fucking Tampa? Fort, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale? He's flying from LA to Atlantic City. <laughs> Via Fort Lauderdale. I'm sure he's going to have to change planes. There's no way he's making it on that second plane. <laughs> oh, my what God. The fuck? Doesn't I've never heard any... of that. No, it doesn't make any sense. It has to be Spirit Airlines or Frontier, like one or of these things. Or just someone using creative routing to fuck with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very possible. Very possible. Yeah. Right. Might be part of the joke, <laughs> stupid. But for the record, too, this interview that he's doing is one of the TV appearances he brags about that he's done this year. That's true. One You're of right. two. Yes. I booked this for him. So I've booked 50% of his television work this year. I just want that on the record, Very John. Very good. Did he uh, give you 25% of his empties as a yes. fee? Yes. Yeah, that's a lot. My super chats? Just YouTube and my pension, you know, and Patreon. Wow. He includes his pension, pension. second. He's like, well, you're making a lot of money doing this? He's like, oh, yeah, I get uh, Super Chats and then my pension. Oh, yeah, and Patreon. My mom gave me some money. You're making a ton of money. You don't really bring up your pension. No. You're talking about how much money you're making. Dude, when you're 58, you don't collect on your pension unless you're poor. My nest egg. Poor people would do that. Yes. I would do that. (laughs) Yes. Did you hear him bragging about his pension? I hear it all the time. What what was it this time? But this week where he... I, I ranted about this on Potato Soup, but he ra- he went on a rant about how he his apartment is free because yes. his pension covers it. Dude, he told me that on a phone conversation I had with him. He goes, yeah, yeah, I got the apartment in Canoga because, you know, with my pension, it, that covers the whole cost of it. It's like, no, no, but that money you could be using for something else, yeah. dummy. It's your money. You don't have to spend it. <laughs> you don't have to spend it on rent for a second place, idiot. And, you know, like everything, if you add everything up. I'm doing fine, so that's why I don't need I don't need to work in the middle of winter in a shithole known as Rochester. Who do, I don't want to work a shithole. Principality oh, of the right. matter, huh? No, go in the principality of the matter. Get in there and be like, hey, is Vince. I got a show. Yeah. What do you got to say? I'm here. I'm not backing down. I'm not running yeah. away. Look, Come and I get apologize. It, I apologize to my fans. But that- all right, well, it's about time. Were they? Yeah, right. I have uh, one more thing to play from Stuttering John because. John did this thing. He likes to go to Hackverse Anonymous and just scroll through and find things to play on his show. And on Hackverse Anonymous, there's a photo of my wife. Kevin Brennan's been making fun of this photo, too. We'll talk about that in a moment. But we were at the content house a couple of years ago with Chrissy Mayer and company. And we had a costume day. My wife dressed up as Stuttering John. So back then... It was still the cockroach thing. She was wearing a polo shirt inside out. Because remember, John was wearing a oh, shirt inside out that one ever time. forget. She had like uh, a thing on her finger for a stink finger. She's holding a Coors Light can. It's all like this pose thing. It's like, look at I'm dressed like stuttering John Melendez. So John finds that photo and he pulls it up. Now, how many times has John told us he's very good at roasting people on the fly? He could look you up and down and come up with five jokes immediately. He what he doesn't realize that. is that she's roasting him as Whoa. he's looking at it. 
Hold on a second. Yeah, well, right. That's a, a good point. But what I'm going to play for you right now, and I the only thing I edited out of this clip was when John started reading the comments on the Reddit thread. Because this is what he came up with, looking at my wife and goofing on her. No. Oh, my God. Is that... Is that Lady Kmart's wife? So far, so oh, good. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Okay. What else? Holy fuck. Is Jen okay? <laughs> what else you got, John? Come on. Keep going, buddy. You got this. Holy shit. Fucking hell. Are you guys not getting the jokes? <laughs> you would think I'm doctoring this like uh, Vince the Loser would. I am not. This is what John thought was roasting my wife. It still goes. Let's keep going here. Let's see what else he's got. Oh, my Lord. Fucking hell. You got to be fucking with me. Uh-huh. She Holy was, shit. yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. she was fucking with you, yes. Wow. Holy crap. And that's it. That was what John came up with. I mean, you can't make that up. That's someone devoid of talent and humor in, in their life. <laughs> or a thought. <laughs> or a thought they're fucking had. <laughs> yeah. There's the word matter. holy followed by a bunch of nouns. Oh, he's so stupid. Wow! Speaking of people, <laughs> speaking of people who are cannot have fun with this shit, let's check in on Kevin Brennan. And I want to thank our uh, our friends over at My Lost Interest, which is a YouTube channel you should definitely subscribe to. They do a fantastic job, or he does a fantastic job of kind of putting together little clips from around the Dabbleverse to keep people up to date on what's going on in the Dabbleverse. And this is Kevin Brennan. Finding out that Brock Lee, who was the guy who was super chatting Kevin for all that time, is now paying for John to go to Atlantic City and sending him super chats. Did it cut into Kevin's end, you think? Oh, I think Kevin thinks that because Kevin mm. gets very upset. Remember, this is the Kevin Brennan who recently, I think, threw out a number of how much money he made last year, thinking it was impressive. He's very braggadocious about money. And it's weird when it just comes from, like, a, like I said earlier, a few people. When there's a handful of people who give you most of your money, that's fleeting. It's a, well, it's a bad business model. This is the man who invented 4 p.m. on a Friday. That's true. You're right. So. <laughs> no one else even thought <laughs> of that. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty inventive. Wait, when did we get one? I, yeah, I thought it was three to five. Anyway, I'm watching John because somebody said John's not going to uh, Atlantic City. How is that my business? I don't know. How is that my business? I don't know. Anyway, so I go to watch John's show because I'm doing my prep for today's show. And I see Brock Lee gave uh, John $100. And I'm like, wait, Brock Lee, wasn't he coming to the show? What, wasn't it me and Brock Lee uh, supposed to? That was, that was why Bro- uh, Atlantic City got started? If this is a bit, I don't get it. And I usually get Kevin's jokes. I'm usually in on it with him. If this is like a bit where he's pretending to be upset, then okay, so be it. I hope it is. Otherwise, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen is an adult man. And this goes on for a while. We're going to play it. An adult man going, 
But that was supposed to be my pay pig, and now he's that guy's pay pig? But, but what happened to me being the guy who takes your money that you're just randomly giving away to people? What the fuck? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I have lost all respect for you, Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> me and Broccoli. So now John, with all his crying, now Broccoli is... Giving John $100 super chats? Because John used to cry that he only gave uh, John a, a dollar, $2, and he would give me 100 So now, with all John's crying... Wait, is that why you're crying, Kevin? Are you seeing the strategy is working for him? So you're just like, I can also bitch about Broccoli not giving me as much money as he gives to other people. He won Broccoli over. So, I'm not going. How about that? I'm not fucking going. Bye! No, Kevin! No! <laughs> I don't care about the Super Bowl. I wanted to watch you play poker. No, please go to Atlantic City. Why? Why would I fucking go? It was supposed to be me and Brock Lee and whoever. And now it's is. like, hey John, hey John, I'm Brock Lee. Fuck that. So why am I going? You got John. You got who you. You got who you wanted, Broccoli, right? Cardiff, I know you're not a huge Brennan guy, but this, this, am I misunderstanding what's going on here? No, he's he's. Jealous. He's, he's having a temper <laughs> tantrum. This is the guy who makes fun of me for needing a nap. Yeah. yeah. Like, Kevin, or do you watch yourself on these things? Like, you need to calm down. This guy a binky. <laughs> you got who you wanted, but I'm supposed to. Right, right. Got it. Got it. I mean, it's unfucking believable. Unfucking believable. Well, yeah, so I'll, I'll see everybody there. Pause it real quick. Yeah. Have you ever thought about uh, begging Brock Lee to pay your way to Atlantic City? Because that's what John does. Well, he's just he, tell him that you're not going to go unless he pays for you to he's go. He's doing okay. it in a passive aggressive way. Oh, wow, We're going right. to see it's going to pay off for him. <laughs> and I have to say that Kevin's turning into stuttering John in multiple ways because Kevin was also goofing on the picture of my wife that showed up in the Hackverse Anonymous subreddit. And he was making fun of the way my wife was dressed. With cockroaches on an inside-out shirt, <laughs> yeah. and he's making fun of her socks and stuff. It's just like, well, this is obviously not how she usually dresses. Yeah. It's similar to like Suttering yeah. John making fun of me for wearing the cow bikini. Yeah. Like, this is what he likes to wear when he goes out. Do they think it's like her wedding picture that yeah. they're looking at? It's it's so insane. It's like, are you this stupid, or do you think everyone else is this stupid? Like, you're turning into an idiot. You're an adult. The way you're goofing on this person, right? Like you said, if it's a bit. It sucks. If it's a bit, and if it's, it's really how you feel, lame. it sucks. Yes, it's lame either way. If it's real, it's pathetic. Oh, and then John. You want to be lame or pathetic, Kevin? John had uh, Vince the Loser on his show, and it was showing Vince the photo of my wife. And Vince goes, "Hey, what's that on her shirt?" And Jack goes, "Oh, it's like you know the design of the shirt." Anyway, and he takes it off. <laughs> <laughs> people are all fucking phonies. There, I'll see everybody there. Why? Why the fuck should I go? Who who am I going to see? Melton, that fat fuck. You know Melton is a Melton has a hunchback. Bet me he doesn't. Bet me he doesn't. When I saw him in Atlantic City, I'm like, why does he have a hunchback? So, you know, I didn't really care. You know, he's he's on it. He's unattractive. He's physically unattractive, but he literally has a hunchback. Bet me he doesn't. Well, this guy is a uh, supermodel, so I can understand why <laughs> yeah. he'd goof on other people's looks. Bet me he doesn't have a hunchback. Bet me he doesn't. He's John. This is so incredible. John with all yes. his crying. John won with all his crying. 
Broccoli's like, yep. That's how you win in this world? You get a super cheddar to give you more money than another guy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, okay. Yep. That's what we're doing. Broccoli's got to pay John. So who's paying me? Who's paying me? Who's and paying me? Dylan is crazy Cash in your this. pension. I don't fucking know. Dylan is crazy. But yeah, you did a year and a half on SNL. You probably got a lot of money. This is the other thing that I don't understand at all is that you could have a guy like Broccoli who's given Kevin thousands of dollars probably over the last few months. And he's still having a, a fit over the fact that he's not still giving him as much money. Or yeah. He probably is. What have you done for me lately? But yeah, he's also giving money to John. I don't. I would never have the balls to act like this to someone who supported the show and supported what we did here. I'm always appreciative. That's insane. So I'm supposed to show up? Why? So Levy can beat me half to death. I can play poker with Mountain. I know I'm not interested in any of this. And then we'll just see, and then I'll finally end up picking a time that will work for me. Thank you all for the very generous super chats. Uh, from all of you. This is another thing that Kevin used to make fun of is watching clips of Stuttering John. Is that what you guys do? You just watch clips of Stuttering John? Oh, look at he stuttered. And now this is what Kevin's saying. Lee and Leo Gunn. Did you hear him say broccoli? Yeah. Did you hear that? He says it all the time. I heard it. Oh. Okay, so now Broccoli's giving I Kevin hundred bucks. Adam, read this. <laughs> kidding, Adam's not here. I, I can't. I don't. I like doing shows by myself when I'm this mad because or this depressed because it's like I, I, nobody knows how to handle it. Broccoli, hundred dollars. Thank you, sir. I'll give it back to you. I mean, it, this was not. This is not a. Gr- no, I'm not grip- no, you won't. I gave you back the four hundred bucks you paid me last year. Give Broccoli back the money he paid you. You won't. Thing. I'm not grifting broccoli, but it's like. But John used to. I didn't read the com the super chat yet. It, I, I didn't even read ahead, so I'm you just should. going from. John was like, "Why don't I get the money?" Literally begging Broccoli to give him money, and mad that he would give me money and give John two dollars. <laughs> so, and then I'm watching today. I'm like, "Holy shit, Broccoli!" And but it's like, and then John still thinks he's special because Broccoli's going to pay for him to come there. Or this is more embarrassing than owning a mandolin. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I have to tell you. Let's that, not go is. crazy. This is way yeah. more. But a mandolin and an app. <laughs> way more embarrassing. Yeah. Someone's going to get him a hotel. And then John will be like, I'm doing better than Kevin because oh. Kevin, no one got Kevin a hotel. And this is how fucking stupid these people are. This is how stupid they are. Who are these people? <laughs> so pathetic. This is the lamest pissing contest I've ever seen I in my know. fucking life. They're all pining for Broccoli's affection. <laughs> but he's worried about what John's going to say. Fuck. Fucking hell. I know. Who cares? <laughs> We've all won versus stuttering John, Kevin Brennan. Yeah. We're all winners in that game. Don't worry about it. Broccoli asked me to the Sadie Hawkins dance. <laughs> what the fuck you, is this? You, you know, watching this, there's one thing that John said. One of the, the pinky, the bicycle. The, one of the little things that John picks on is affecting him. Yes, you're right. I don't. I don't know which one it. We got to find out which one probably it is. Probably the because yellow helmet. To... Probably the yellow helmet. John brings it up a lot. Kevin's like, "Damn it, my wife got me that. <laughs> Shouldn't let her buy me my helmet." <laughs> make any money? He's a, he's turning it about my money because he doesn't make dick. Watch his show, count his super chats, oh. and get back to me. I'll pay you to count his super chats every day. A it's a time. four hour fucking slog. I get it. But he don't make any money. I <laughs> send him a super chat. He reads it immediately. 
but he's worried about my money. And he has a hunchback. I don't know if it's a humpback, like a humpback whale, or a hunchback. I don't know what's the proper terminology. He he can't stand straight up ever. So I don't know if that's 20 years of podcasting. So for the 20 years of podcasting, what does he have to show for it? Uh, a curvature of the spine. He's He don't have any money. He doesn't have a fucking career. And he's coming down there to 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 to, to hobnob with the with the high rollers, the high rollers that show up. You gonna read the super chat, Kevin? I feel like you should read the super chat. I would uh, love broccoli. to see. Broccoli. <laughs> okay, here we go. Listen, I didn't want to mention it, broccoli, <sighs> but but again, I'm sick of everyone saying. I know John's gonna be like, I'm winning because now broccoli's on my team. He really is turning into John. Yeah. Like, I know what Lady Kmart's gonna say. Oh, he's wiping his snot on his shirt. Like he's doing the exact same shit that John does. I know what everyone's gonna say. They're gonna make fun of me. But who's everyone? His chat, dude. Who fucking knows? I would love. What to is see. his world? He has no friends or who family. are these high rollers? I want to see about? these two go and try to hang out in the VIP section of the Bogata. They'll both get fucking yes, thrown out. Yes, no shit. <laughs> And he don't even he don't even watch. I'm meeting my friend Brock Lee's a little Chinese man. He'll be, he'll be here any, any minute now. I hope whoever Brock Lee is shows up dressed like Mickey Rooney at breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. <laughs> shows up. There he is. Yeah. Doing the whole thing. This is insane. There's been so much speculation about who Brock. All right, let's get to the fucking super chat so we can figure out what Brock Lee's trying to communicate to Gavin, who's still ranting about this. Brandon Show. He told me he don't even watch Brandon Show, and he's paying me. So it's like, so that's what they do. That's what they do. Melton's like, I'm winning because because why? Because I bet Kevin a bet that we, that made no sense and he couldn't prove and there was no consequences. But but Kevin wouldn't take the bet, so I won. Watch his show and let me know how much he makes. Who cares? Why do you care? You could go back. Doesn't he leave them up? Can you just scroll? Maybe I'll do it. You can just, the ones he leave up on YouTube, scroll through them. Good, do I, it. I'm going to go count someone else's money, says the millionaire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never once. As a person who's successful, caring about what someone else fucking makes, idiots. I'm not a new... successful person, and I don't give a right. fuck. Right. No <laughs> shit. Super chat, add it up in the calculator. I'll do it myself. I don't need anybody to do it. I'll watch today's show. I'll scroll ahead. I'll count up as. Yeah, it, maybe try doing something productive with your time yeah. instead of adding up somebody else's money. Don't make your show better. Don't learn about production or get a fucking real microphone <laughs> yeah. or read a super chat. Don't do anything. No, just, just fucking watch Melton's show and count up how much money he made. Again, the same, same thing John does. Kevin's losing because he makes so much he has to pay people and taxes. So Kevin's losing. I'm John's winning because he makes so little he doesn't have to give any money to his kids or the government well, or anybody, and he doesn't have to pay for gas. That's true. That's a good point. He doesn't have to pay for food. Wow. See, Kevin goofing on John's easy. Get back to yeah. that. What are you doing? <laughs> You're shredding right now. <laughs> what the fuck, KB? You're not coming to AC this weekend as all. Yeah, that's what I thought. But then, but now it's like about Brock. I mean, it's about. Uh, let me just fucking read this for people who are listening to the show. It says, what the fuck, KB? You're not coming to Atlantic City now? This weekend is all about you. Trust me. Follow my lead. It's all going to work out. SJ coming to AC was very last minute. So Brock Lee's got a plan. <laughs> He's got something up his sleeve yeah. for this. Don't fuck this up. He wants to drop the pig's blood on Suttery John <laughs> as he's like, hey, there's all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin's fucking it up. <laughs> uh, Melton and his fucking hunchback. 
And do I want to watch? Do I want to? Do I want to? Like, and I know he's gonna come up to me like, "Hey, man, it, it's not a work. Like, you, you're not. Ugh. You really, you really don't like me. I really don't like you." I love that in Kevin's mind, we're all seeking his approval. Yeah, I, I, I got to go up to Kevin and ask if this is all just a, a joke and he really does like me. No yeah. one gives a fuck. Yeah. No one cares. You're not that it's important. Not, not a great personality trait. No, it's not. You fat fuck. You fucking humpback whale. I don't like you. You're a lying piece of shit. And, and whatever they do, it's always a win. Surely won last week because he was like, that was, uh, going bankrupt was the best thing that ever happened to me. And somebody was like, yeah, I, yeah, Joe Matteris. Yeah, I heard it's good when you go when you file for bankruptcy. Is it, Joe? Is it? Is that, that's how you show you're doing well? KB, what the fuck? You're not coming to AC this weekend. It's all about you. Just trust me. Just follow my lead. It's all going to work out. Studying John coming to AC, uh, AC was very last minute. You ha- you're dyslexic? <laughs> you want to, it looks like he's coming to California. Like that, um, you dumb fuck. Zeppelin song. Anyway, uh, Broccoli, I apologize. I apologize for dragging Jesus you into Christ. it. But... Oh, after oh. all that, after all that, he's like, "Oh, now he gave me a hundred dollars. Yeah. All right, now we're good." Andy, right. you have a new episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And I, again, I want to give Kevin the benefit of the doubt because I do think that he's a funny comic and. It has entertained me over the years, but it just seems like he's gotten to a point where it's so pathetic. He doesn't even realize what a loser he looks like now. Does he know how he's coming off and he brags about his money he's making, but then someone gives money to someone else and not as much to him and he throws a fucking fit on the internet like that? <laughs> not a good look, but so bad. And where's his crew? I thought Misery loved company. Yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, his family is is tucked him away in some part of the house where he has to put up dividers yeah, behind the him. rubber room. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Misery loves money is what I got from this. Yeah. All right. That's not a good luck, but you know what is a good luck? Annie. Hey. Hi, Annie. Oh, hi. What's happening, there? How you doing? Oh, hello. Good. How was your weekend? My weekend was fantastic. I was. Uh, Why would you a, ask him that? I was in a better place. You know, banker. <laughs> well you know everyone wants banter these days that's right well you know i'm the best in the biz so my bad sorry cardiff how was your weekend oh fantastic (laughs) that's an interesting topic all right let's keep it moving all right guys it's time for everyone's favorite by the way i'm doing a podcast at eight o'clock so i we're we're going a little long today with uh bobo from the opiate half of the show yeah so i'm gonna be a guest at his show so we gotta uh, get right to the game here Figure this out. It's time for everyone's favorite new game show. To poke a dabbler. I'm going to say this real quick to you, Cardiff. We put out a best of. Uh, Ed, the editor, put together a best of package, a show for us, using AI Carl to announce the segments. And we he did had much more personality. Well, according to some, my mother-in-law was freaked out. But... <laughs> so we did the first ever time we covered Opie, the first ever time we covered Cedric and John, which happened to be just a couple of weeks apart, and then the first ever Who Said It game from Cardiff. And I got a lot of feedback from people saying, Who Said It is the superior game. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know if that's true or not. I know it's a lot more work. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot more work. There's more assholes to watch, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. I, I'll help you, Cardiff. I believe in you, Cardiff. All you have to do is understand Newton's third law of motion. They condition. And when I respond, they go batshit crazy. 
But they don't understand that every reaction is going to receive an equal or negative. Every action is going to receive an equal or negative reaction. Opposite, not negative. So if Opsta is going to fucking take a shot at me, then I go boom and I fight back. You see? There it is. Newton's third law of motion. Boom. You see? Do I have to? I like how he just illustrated he's a punching bag. (laughs) So you you hit me. Genius, John. Weebles wobble, but. I make myself laugh sometimes. I'm sorry. Really? I thought I thought it was the other shows that made themselves laugh and laughed at their own jokes. Wait, John does that too? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. Why didn't you go to the top 10 college? It's good that somebody difficult. laughs at them. Okay, now look. Right, someone has to, yes. See, again, uh, I'm sorry, Scipio. But this is the kind of thing that irritates me. And uh, uh, maybe this is the former school teacher in me. Or maybe this is the Mensa mind of... You know, or the Uber driver. <laughs> but let me explain so everybody here could watch me undress you. Skip <laughs> no thanks. I almost made that the the, the, <laughs> yeah, the game. <laughs> but thank you for. I just realized it. that when you think about the different levels or the different parts of comedy and rank them. Carrot Top is higher ranked than what Stuttering John is doing. This is more embarrassing than prop comedy. Give me fucking mascara tattooed to his face, plastic (laughs) surgery, stretch back like an alien Carrot Top over this. Yes. A mime is a more dignified profession in show business (laughs) than what John is doing. Did I go too far? I might have gone too far. No, no, definitely. I agree. (laughs) Give give Carrot Top a chance. Why didn't you go to top 10 college? Oh, did you go to see Carrot Top when you were in Vegas recently? I didn't, but he's not oh, as bad as he's fine. prop comedy would it's fine. say. Dude, how about this? How about this for an insult? John, I'd take Jeff Dunham. Ooh. <laughs> I'd take Jeff Dunham. I know someone who would agree with that. I do, too. Too difficult. Now, Scipio, I want you to think. What's the major problem with this broken sentence? What is the major problem? It's a $2 super chat. You only have so many fucking characters, John. Just answer the question. Let me tell you. If it's too difficult, it would be too, T-O-O. You see, it would be too difficult. T-O-O. You understand? Thank you. It just dawned on me what a loser he is for that. Oh, it is so insane. easy. This is too easy. T-O-O. This is too easy. T-O-O. Do you understand? This segment is too long. Maybe I should call this show. What did John say next? Here are your choices. Number one. Tutoring with Stuttering John. B. The three R's. Next. English for the Dabbleverse. Four. Fucking Vince. (laughs) Lastly. 
Mr. Melendez Neighborhood. Oh. Lastly, two. <laughs> shit. To poke. A dabbler. Uh, six I- options this time. Okay. So I have a guess on this one. It's probably going to be wrong. But I bet someone knocks on the door right here as he's going through his little uh, uh-huh. lesson plan. And he's like, fucking Vince. So I'm going to go with four. <laughs> fucking Vince. What do you think, Vin- Vinny? Uh, it's either going to be shit or tutoring with stuttering John. Because that just sounds like some tutoring. too say. clever. That's <laughs> too clever. But yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I'll Pick go one. I'll take one. I'll you want it. one tutoring? All right. Yeah. Uh, Andy. Hmm. Just pick one. Should be, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should be called unwatchable garbage, but I'll go with last two. Shit. All right, shit. And then Annie, what do you think? Next, English for Dabbleverse. Okay, I like that. And producer Chris? I went with four. Fucking Vince. Fucking Vince. All right. I am. Look, maybe I should call this show, to, you know, tutoring with stuttering oh! John. And I could. You got it. I put the clever part in. You are the one who made it clever. You're right. Good point. (laughs) I couldn't have done it without Cardiff. English language. Scola. Scold a Cardiff. Strike. You know, if John would would read his own emails and correct them, that would be fun to watch. (laughs) How much shit did he just knock over? (laughs) From the old strike. No wonder those cats don't fucking come around. I was just thinking the fucking cats. It's not a big place. No. They hide under the bed for a reason. But the scent is dense. (laughs) Yes. Skull. These are going down good today. That's all for this time. (laughs) Come back next time to find out if it is too (laughs) T-O-O difficult (laughs) to poke a dabbler. Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. Yeah, we just added to the show. Don't talk over the duh, Don't talk over the duh, duh, Have you never watched our show before? Yeah, I forgot about the duh, duh, Don't worry, I can do it live. All right, please. I was just going to say, we added that one girl and her sister-in-law to do Am I the Asshole? Yeah, live. So get your tickets, everybody. It's going to be great. Guys, what have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about parenting podcasts. We went through some cringes of the weeks. Who are these broadcasters? Watch them during the Super Bowl halftime show. Don't watch Usher. Watch the uh, the broadcast. It's going to have Cardiff Electric on it, Lucy Tightbox. Of course, EZ and Christian Blatt will be on there. We talked about Ethan Ralph. We talked about Rock Bottom Podcast and Ray DeVito, Christine Knowlton, Stuttering John, Kevin Brennan, you know what that means. That's for everyone's favorite part of the show. This is part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? I'm happy to say Pat Oates is coming back on the show this weekend. And we'll be looking into this guy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Hotter Ones. I'm your host, Ashley Matheson. And today I have a very, very special guest who I am very excited about, Miss Stella. Come on out. This is my clap. Blow your nose. 
All right, Stella. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being on. Honestly, I feel like you are the person who I've been most excited to have on really? since I've started doing this. All right, getting right into it. Give me the rundown. Who are you? Where are you from? What you do? So my name's Stella Barry, but I go by Anal Princess. Yes, which you is do. actually I didn't always go by Anal Princess. It's only been like the last year and a half or so because of my Instagram account. But yeah, I Just do a lot, anal, I make a lot of anal porn. <laughs> no, I was just saying she had to go by Anal. I love that. Where yeah. did where did Anal Princess come from? Is that just because you like to do a lot of butt stuff? I anal was getting was banned so much. So I've been doing yeah, this my about parents are three anal years. And and <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's how that works. You know what I'm saying? It's a line of secession. This is a show that's called Hotter Ones, a suggestion from Ted Bundy and our Discord server. I don't think the real one. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. And so it's another OnlyFans girl podcast where oh. the girls get on and talk about things they'll soon regret as we've seen from water roads yeah. <laughs> yeah. i think i think you're gonna need me to send this to you how stupid <laughs> all right please do yes the drop king everybody yes. we have the anal princess and the drop king the second i heard that was that girl's nickname all i could think was why didn't you put a towel down <laughs> <laughs> there goes that couch uh, the anal princess is here great <laughs> Uh, Andy, you're on the All Apologies podcast. Yes, thank you. Uh, we just did Jimmy Kimmel, and it was a lot of fun because he has a lot to apologize for, and the whole <laughs> fallout with Aaron Rodgers is very fascinating. And did he apologize for that? No, okay. but he was on uh, Pat McAfee's show, and Pat McAfee apologized for all <laughs> them fighting <laughs> all the time. And then we our bonus episode on Patreon. For just $5, you can go to All Apologies podcast, find the exclusive content every week. We round up the Instagram content. We talked about Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears and John Anik shitting on the MMA fans and Beyonce Knowles' mom shitting on Janet Jackson. So find that uh, at allapologiespodcast.com, please. Very good. And uh, Vinny Paulino, you host podcasts. I do. I host three of them. And let me let me name them now. There is the creep off with you, Carl, every That's Monday correct. at one with bonus episodes. This week we'll be talking about Vince McMahon shitting on a girl's head. Sweet, uh, right. <laughs> Hall of Fame. That's right. And then uh, I also host a show called Subreddit Surfing with Cardiff on Monday nights. Yep. And then That's I true. also host a little show called the Carlson Cast. I just did uh, episodes the last two weeks. I had Kyle Kinane in, and I had David Lucas from Kill Tony on. It was a lot of fun. Very good. And Annie, you have a show as well. Yes, uh, we've been doing the Batman games. Uh, we're currently doing Arkham Knight for the next episode. And as always, you can find us on YouTube.com slash at WITGS. Now, I apologize. I have to uh, skip the review segment of the show because we only have so much time before I have to do another podcast. So let's run through some voicemails. Of course, we were off this past weekend, so we got to get caught up here. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, there used to be two things you could count on, death and taxes. Now I'd like to add a third. The third is eventually everyone will trash Stuttering John. Are you with me on that? Anyway, rock and roll. Uh. I think he might be onto something with that. Did he want us all to go, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant observation. <laughs> what I liked about that call, 25 seconds. Yes. I liked it. Very good. That was Jerry. my favorite part of it. Thank you. Hey, I'm calling about the win a chance to uh, get Kendi pregnant contest. Yeah. Uh, my name is Grant Leahy. I'm six foot two, uh, about 185 pounds, pure muscle. 
just a just a throbbing fucking heart on that wants to get a chance to get you pregnant. So um, yeah, I'll see you in. Oh shit, you're not coming to the Florida show. Well, I guess um, I don't know. I'll get you pregnant some other time. Talk to you later, Kendy. I think Kendy's coming to Rochester though on March 9th. That's what she says. I believe she says she's coming to that. So if you want to knock her up. <laughs> You're a good friend. Yep. <laughs> give me that card. Yeah. You're, you're not using that. Yeah, give Kendi. me that. Everybody leave Kindy the fuck alone at the live show. I don't yeah. that nonsense. Yeah. It's all Grant Leahy's. Hey, Carl. It's Gav in Santon, and I'm calling with another Vic update, which uh, I know you don't usually play because my jokes aren't funny and I suck. But it may interest you to know that um, her and her husband... Mr. Vic, as he was christened, oddly, uh, talk about nominative, nominative determinism, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they joined uh, an uh, amateur, local amateur cinematography group, uh, mostly male, you know, they, but they do some really good work and actually have really high production values because they have quite a selection of high-grade equipment. And Vic, in her directorial debut, found that with the right grip, she could keep them shooting all afternoon. Was for laughter. Okay, fuck you, Carl. Uh-huh. 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 Listen, shut up for a second. Dared me to play and he won. <laughs> he wins that round. Carl. You could be look, you could be wrong about like bad takes, you know, be uninformed about like music, movies, history, uh politics. Oh, religious fingerprints. Look, one thing, man. Do this one thing more for me. I know, I know. I've heard you say this like twenty times. Do five minutes of research on Michael Jackson. Yeah. Look, dude, you were. Everyone else was duped by the media in the nineties and two thousands. There was a lot of money on getting this guilty verdict. It was all over the press. Look, we have all the evidence now. Again, five minutes of research. This guy is completely innocent. It, it makes you it makes you look like an idiot. Um, I don't I don't think the MJ jokes. I th- I think those are still funny, you know. But few. Like actually following that up with like, oh yeah, dude, he, like, yeah, he was an actual pedophile. No, no, man, you're you you look you look uninformed. All right. So Dick Masterson has said the same thing. Many times. Yeah. Now, there's a doc that came out where two of the kids talked about how he licked their assholes. Uh, and stuck his penis in one of them. Yeah. But he also built an amusement park, had a bedroom with an alarm system on it in case any adults showed up. He would know before they ever got close to the bed. <laughs> uh, he had 12-year-old sleep in his bed with him that he admitted to. He's like, I think it's great when little kids are in my bed with me. And you're telling me that I'm the idiot? Yeah. That's Maybe what you're right. I don't know. That's what the lamestream media wants you to think, Carl. <laughs> I mean, Quack's like a duck, yeah. right? Well, this guy built a fucking amusement park. Well, that's why the only jokes I make about Michael Jackson is how he got caught on fire during a Pepsi commercial once. That's true. That, that was a funny thing, yeah, too. They put him out with Mountain Dew, I heard. <laughs> hey, Carl. It's me, Slowpoke Taco. Hey. I just wanted to say that Lucy brought in that BDSM podcast. And they talk slower than me. I listen at 1.5 speed. And I thought my podcast was broken many times. Good job, Lucy. You win this week. And not because of your teeth, but because of the slow podcast. Love you. Bye-bye. All right, so Slowpoke Paco likes slow podcasts. (laughs) 
I don't. But okay. Checks out. Hey, Carl, it's Ronnie in Syracuse. Two things I want to say about this whole Kate Meany thing with John just crapping all over her. If nothing else, he's supposed to be. <laughs> we call that too Vince easy. Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get that out. Working up and coming over. comedian. I guess not up and coming. Um, and he should have some respect for Kevin Meany. Um, I mean, he seemed like a guy that everybody liked, and nobody had anything bad to say about the guy. So if nothing else, out of respect for Kevin Meany, he shouldn't be just saying all the stuff about Kate. But that's, a, you know, what can you do? John's just a real piece of crap. And then the other thing is, I don't think Annie is getting enough love. This person, Annie, comes to work all the time on time, smiling. She's ready. She's doing the job. I think she's the best review girl that you have. Oh, and you guys should you. be giving her a lot more praise. I mean, these other ones here, Nat, Nat, Annie's the one. Don't call me back. All right. Thank you, Ronnie and Syracuse, for that note. And uh, The other ones get wage capped a lot. That's true. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. You are always here. Uh, on Wednesdays, ready to go. You watch the whole show with us. You come on. You're ready. What was the first point he made? Oh, the Kate Meany thing. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Meany um, actually reached out to me, and uh, we were messaging. And even though I've not said a lot of nice things about Kate Meany, she was gracious enough to say she very much enjoys when we shit on John. So, Kate, I appreciate that. We're I here for you. No, I, I appreciate the fact that I can say that she's dull and a dullard and has zero personality. She still goes, yeah, but I like the way he shits on John. So props to you, Kate. I appreciate that. How stupid. The fuck, Carl? No, Cal Photographer World Order. Cal Photographer World Order. DP. Wait, hold on. Maybe that does sound pretty bad. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Baby shit, bang. Hi, Lucy. Good, good call. Nice. Sorry, that didn't get made. All right, Carl. I finally figured out why you started frosting your tips. To divert our attention with that fucking beak you got underneath those glasses. Holy shit, Carl. No wonder why you don't believe in God. He cursed you. I never noticed. But he's right. He's a fucking big honker. Holy shit, German, I understand. I mean, Carl, I understand you're German and air is free, but holy shit, get that fixed. I understand you're German and air is free. Is that a Jewish joke that he fucked up? <laughs> Might have been. Yeah, okay. Get that fixed. I got to go get a nose job now because I'm a vo- random voicemail. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> Jesus. God. What does your stylist think? <laughs> My stylist is doing very good work, Vinny. I don't like, enjoy you making fun of him or her. Them. <laughs> Yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Puck. You know, could you imagine? So John's been calling out Kevin Brennan because he's like, sure, he made hundreds of thousands of dollars, but he's paying out Adam Hineke this amount of money. He's paying his guest that amount of money. And I could just see John being like, yeah, Carl's doing well, but he got to get a nose job. He got to get his teeth fixed. <laughs> the tips. Don't forget the tips. <laughs> yeah, he got to get his tips frosted. <laughs> it's a lot to maintain. I'm in the red. Holy shit. Yeah, what's up, Carl? This is Paco. Um, what the fuck are your frosted tips? <laughs> huh? Where are they? They're coming. All right, man. I'll see you guys later. Shout out to your frosted tips. Bye. <laughs> All right. Shout out to uh, the good old frosted tips that we have. Frost, 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 frosted tips. World order. FTWO. You think that's getting old, Cardiff? Yes. <laughs> I don't even play mine anymore. It's <laughs> no, enough. It's too much. <laughs> Carl, I just listened to your uh, Best of Clubby and Friends show, 
Stuttering John is like a different person, and I know that's been said before, but that that guy sounds like two different people, and I swear to God, I'm going to cut down on my drinking after hearing that. I'm not going to quit because no one likes a quitter, but I'm going to cut it down. And I also have to say you should move off of the Stuttering John stuff. As a farmer out of Navarino, I know that my buddy Carl could be a way bigger star than the stuttering John stuff. I think there's bigger and better things in the uh, in the world for Uncle Carl and his marketing genius. So there's my vote. Move away Funnels. from the stuttering John stuff. Find another lol cow. I know you can. And uh, go fuck yourself or have a good night. Something like that. Thank you very much. And I'm just waiting for Brennan Chubb and Leslie Jones to start a show together. Oh. And then we'll move on from stuttering John. We'll have a whole new gimmick over here. But Who I would win in a fight. I was I just thinking that. <laughs> oh, hoy, hoy. Great team is here. Call me back. Nailed it. Yes, that's it, Great team. Perfect. Listening Phenomenal. and learning. That was great. Phenomenal. Perfect call. Hey, Carl. It's Paulie from Dirty Jersey. Who are these marketers? WATM. Only on the Carl Network. Hi, my name is Bees Orlando, and I was living with HIV from taking cocks in the ass and swallowing. And there's a new medicine, Faganuva. Now, when I have people over, HIV medicine ain't on my mind, just that white guy's cock. You also mentioned Lily from AT&T with the great jugs. Google her, AT&T Lily Porn Audition. It may or may not be her, but it's her twin sister. Thank you, fuck you, bye. That's why I played that voicemail. That's very good information that we should all need to go Google and find out more about. Thank you for that. Yeah. Not for the medical <laughs> advice? No. Medical <laughs> advice was not great, but that uh, second part was good. All right, last voicemail. Hey, guys. Fisting Fireman Fred from San Francisco here. I'd like to enter Andy or the contest to date Andy at least. I'd like to take him on a nice date to remind him of better times. We'd go to a pilot station, get some Subway and beef jerky, strangle a lot lizard together, and just see where the night takes us. Please call me. Stop, drop, and roll <laughs> I really wish you would get back into trucking. Those lot lizards are just piling up everywhere, dude. They're, Seriously. They're, they're, they're breeding or something. They're all over the place. We need you I back know, they there. they keep surviving. Keep the population down, Andy. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we'll see you this weekend with Pat Oates for our big Super Bowl special. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, I guess we're just going to talk about OnlyFans. Girls. <laughs> now, I'm not saying who said it's coming back, but if it does come back, it'll only be for Wednesdays when you have the people that know the backstory to all those characters. That's true. Okay. Because, yeah, that that's why I used to get annoyed with who said it when you have, like, a guest on that had no idea who any of these people were so that's a good point yes pat Owens right. probably is not following all of the war no that he would need for that go fuck yourselves have a good week bye brennan that was a great episode that was really great man that was a good episode that was a good episode i enjoyed that Why is that so overmodulated? <laughs> What's going on? It wasn't. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that was super loud. <laughs> you need proper modulation. <laughs> Oof. All right. Enjoy your two-minute break, Carl. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, gotta... Enjoy Bobo. It's supposed to be a band practice. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.